it going, everybody? Welcome to the first ever Nerd 901 Reviews. I'm one of your hosts, Nick Schifani, alongside the player without fear, Ernie Carruthers. What up? And from two-player co-op, Kevin White. Yo, yo, yo. And across the internet waves, our local author, Mel Clink. Hi, guys. Nice to be here. She, we are Skyping Mel in, so it's kind of a little adjusting that we're doing here, but it's, it's working well so far. Of course, Ernie, with, with his technical blurred cave, is making it work out so well. It's incredible. I, I, I love I love everything about this room. I love it in the old place. I love it in the new place. It just makes me... Uh, it makes me jealous. I'm not going to lie. There's so many toys. No, if you could see this room, it's basically it's like just the what a server room would look like with toys in it. Yeah. <laughs> it is pretty much, but, and, uh, and, I, and I just got my recent edition, the, uh, uh, the 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 Mad Titan. I love that. Uh, I had to I had to buy six figures to make him happen. <laughs> <laughs> Probably spent six figures just to make that Stupid happen. Stupid Marvel Legends. So what we're doing today <laughs> is we're going to review as a group, as from Nerd Nine Hundred One, God of War. If you're living on a rock right now and don't know what God of War is. It's the fourth installment, technically. The, I guess it is the fourth installment. Of it's the, the seventh, but yeah, it's the fourth. Sure. But I, it's I also about a reboot. But it's just God. <laughs> it's a reboot, but not a reboot. Yeah. But kind of an afterward. Yeah. What was the one? Uh, what was the one that was technically the prequel? There was uh, Chains of Olympus, Chains of, and there was Ghost of Sparta, which were both. Yeah. Ghost what? of Sparta was really good. I am a huge God of War nerd, so there was another one though that then was on was PS4. Ascension. Ascension. Ascension was on PS3, which got a bad rap because it was the sixth and it was just people were sick of it by then mm-hmm. still a good game but you it's could tell bad. it was like we need we need to we need to do something different now it, they needed to go this direction <laughs> yeah so the point of us today is like we said it's a review so what we're going to do is spend a little bit of time kind of touching non-spoiler spoiler-free territory of the game or give our initial thoughts and then we'll jump into full-on spoilers which we'll give you a quick heads up about Hey, we're in spoilers, so if you're someone who hasn't played the game yet or midway through it and you don't want to learn anything else, get the fuck out, like, right now. That's, mm-hmm. So we'll make it clear. We're throw you in the deep end. Yeah, yeah. You're ready? Yeah, because I have a feeling with the first words will come out of some of our mouths once we get into spoiler yep, territory. Yeah. You do yeah. not want this game yeah. spoiled for yeah, you. you don't. Yeah. It's one of the few games that... Um, no, I'm not a huge into spoilers except for <laughs> Avengers, but like, it's one of the few games I didn't want spoiled. So I, I, I kind of what you did as far as like shut everything off on tw- Kevin. I pointed at Kevin, by the way. No, um, <laughs> by the way, I pointed at Kevin. That, I, uh, <laughs> that like just not want to see anything ever during playing it. So yep, it, it's it's definitely not something. And the very 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 end is not something you want to be spoiled at all. So if we no. get if we yeah, for yeah. Sure. so the second we, start, we jump into spoilers, please check out if you don't want to be spoiled for you. If not, stick around and hang out and see how this train wreck goes. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, we'll jump, we'll just kind of go to a little round table. Um, let's start with to my right, which would be Mel, because she's in the computer. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> yeah, te- technically, yeah, Mel, you, I'm going to turn you a little bit just so it feels more real. Thank you. I like being able to see your faces. It's great. <laughs> there you go. You're, you're, I mean, technically, I could turn on the camera, but I mean, it, I, I haven't shaved, so. <laughs> I'm joking. His legs. Uh, I haven't shaved my legs. So, Mel, just right off the bat, what do you think of the game as far as in a non-spoiler type of way? Um, I'll be honest with you guys, and Ernie's known me for a long time, and he knows this about me. Um, initially, when you come out with one of my favorite game series, 
and you tell me you're gonna hold, you're gonna change a whole bunch of stuff, I get real crotchety. Like <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, hey, you don't change it. We're six games into this damn thing, you know. Like you, I tend to do that, but ultimately, in the end, um, I tend to appreciate the changes that they that they've made. And I think with God of War four, uh, a lot of the changes that they made are absolutely positive. Um, something that Nick and I had discussed uh, a little bit back is that it honestly it deserves the praise it's getting. I mean, right. it's gotten a lot of perfect scores, and this game is nothing to mess with. They really thought about what they've been doing. Like, they put a lot of thought into this, and I think it played out really well. I'll also say, I'm a huge mythology nerd, and Norse mythology is my absolute favorite. <laughs> So when when it came to uh, stop distracting you, Jacob, with your butt, window, <laughs> 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 window butt. <laughs> I was scared. Like I'm in my office, and suddenly there's butt. Um, oh my god! That, when it went to Norse mythology, my first question was, okay, how the hell did we do that? Um, but then it, then it was excitement. So yeah, they they changed a lot of things, but. They did it right, in my opinion. Right. Yeah, I mean... I'm sorry, I think you're about to say something else. No, you're good. Go ahead. No. I I think you're right. Like, as someone who didn't play the second and third game, I played maybe a quarter way through the first game, and it just never, like, kind of caught on to me. Jumping into this fourth game, or technically... What'd you say? A seventh, seventh game? Just yeah. Seventh game. Yeah. Let's call it the fourth, like, main console game. Yeah. Uh... Yeah, it blew me away too. As far as what the things you're seeing, like I, I knew that it was the Greek mythology in the three games, and then how do we get into this North right Greek mythology? Yeah, Norse. So yeah, so that, then how do we get into this Norse mythology? And I think you made a great point. Like I, I don't know about Kevin as him being scared of the change, but I'm sure a lot of people were like, no, this is you know, it's kind of like in everything that we we nerds love. It's like no, this is my nostalgia, or this is my past don't change my shit because i don't want it changed don't make my ninja turtles you know or whatever you know so yeah. like don't do the new ninja turtles cartoon the you know? new, new one is so bad. like the I, new, I, new one is very bad with you Mel. I, I think that's a a great great way to kind of kick it off um anything else um i mean as far as like character wise or i mean like i know we're not getting into like some of the other characters once we get into spoiler territory but the characters we know you know atreus and, and kratos well, yeah, I mean, as far as Kratos goes, the, the director for the game said one of the most profound things, at least to, the, to nerd ears. He said, we have told the story of the Incredible Hulk. Now we're going to tell the story of Bruce Banner. Wow, yeah. And yeah. I think that's I like phenomenal. It. Like... First of all, I really like this dude. I have listened to him talk a lot, and I'm like, damn, I kind of like you. Yeah, Corey Barlog needs <laughs> like to be. Yeah, Corey Barlog needs to be a lot more present. Oh yeah. In, in like kind of mainstream stuff, and I know yeah. he's been working the past five or six years on this game, so it's kind of hard for him to be that way. Oh but yeah. <laughs> now that he's now the game's out and he's making the rounds, so all mm-hmm. the different like gaming outlets, whether it be the IGN and GameSpots or whatever, mm-hmm. him just talking and like you can tell his love for the game, not only for the game but just for, like what he does. You know, like a lot of these, yeah, a lot of the game developers, they they love what they they do, but there's there's sometimes yeah. they lose a passion when they're stu- like they're deeper into it. You know, the yes. fact the fact that he like my my first interaction or or 
acknowledgement of him was when I saw like the video that went around of him responding to like the all the high scores. Oh my god! I, yeah. I was I was I was bawling like a baby. Yeah. I was, I was so right happy. there with him. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was like, "Why are you crying?" That was the feels, man. Oh yeah, that was definitely the feels, feels territory. <laughs> I mean, the, and, and just having seen him in like all the like press junkets and stuff like that, and you know, making the rounds, all that stuff. Yeah, like in in the cast the the voice acting cast alongside him just like dude this guy has to be a joy to work for <laughs> he has for to be sure. it, yeah. to be honest his presence and his passion that he exudes for the God of War series reminds me of Jeff Kaplan he's actually the dude over Overwatch uh-huh. yeah I can see that and he I mean he is so impassioned about the community and I'm an Overwatch just Junkie. Nerf. I'm always just like, stay on the damn obje- objective. Yeah. No shit. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Greetings from the payload. Wish you were here. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, anyway, before I get us too far off track. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the passion that he shows in this and the journey that he ended up bringing us on. I think a lot of the things he said made sense. Yeah. And in his uh, Bruce Banner Hulk quote, we really see such a different side of Kratos and uh, his interactions with Atreus in this game, not to be spoilery, uh, they remind me very much of one of my absolute favorite games of all time, and that's Assassin's Creed Origins. Hmm. Which yeah, I can see that. Kratos very much parallels Bayek of Siwa um, in the fact that you see them both grow as men. Yeah. They've been through very horrible things in their lives and they're going as men. This Kratos is not the Kratos that, you know, insisted on tearing the wings off Parpies as he tried to put up that freaking tower. Oh my gosh. I'm so triggered by the old God of War games. I don't miss the quick time events, you guys. The spike box trap room. Screw. Screw climbing the tower while the things are hitting you. What is that? Oh, the the spike trap. No, that was the first. That was the first one. That was the first one. Yep. Yeah, screw that. Um, Never again. Hashtag never again. We're not seeing the same Kratos, and I really appreciate that because I feel like we've been on this train since 2005. Yeah. Wow, it has been that long. It has been that long, man. So seeing Kratos grow up as we have respectively grown up, you know, it's really refreshing. I dig it. Kevin's over here just like I mean his head's gonna fall off just nodding <laughs> I'm, like, I'm, I'm, I'm just <laughs> nodding at everything you're saying I don't want to jump in but it's like I no this is a free flowing conversation so, like, so jump I feel, in I feel like this I, I wanted to talk about this game so bad and, and like Nick knows I've been like are we gonna be able to do it are we gonna make it work like I gotta talk about this game because it's so funny and it's so funny to be over here you know at Ernie's place doing this because when we came on when my brother Sean R.I.P. he's he's fine he's just hadn't beat the game yet um, but when we came on when we came on Ernie and Derek's podcast, Pixels and Papers, um, probably almost two years ago at mm-hmm. this point, one of the things Actually, we talked yeah. one of the things yeah. we talked about was God of War, mm-hmm. and it was one of those. I don't remember if it was what's a series that you that you love that other people don't or something. But mm-hmm. I went on a rant for about five or ten minutes about how much I love Kratos, and I think he gets a bad rap as a character because I think his mm-hmm. story is super interesting. I think the way they wrote him was not the mm-hmm. most interesting because it was always just. Ernie! 
Please. Yeah. Can thank, I please? thank you for backing away from the mic, and on that one. <laughs> <laughs> but I think the actual the actual story there and what he went through that that Ares put on him, um, what he had, what, what he was tricked into doing to his wife and his child and all this other stuff. It's just like he went through a lot, and I think there was a great story there. And I loved those games. I absolutely adored them. But I, I, I think back all the way to the E3 2016 reveal. I was out. We had my boss was in town. We were out to dinner with all the managers, and I'm sitting there with my phone under the table, refreshing because E3 because Sony's PlayStation Sony's conference was on. I was like, I've got to know what's happening. I got to know what's happening. And then I think Sean texted me before Twitter refreshed. And he said, Oh my God, God of War. And I said, Oh my God, oh my God. So I'm sitting there and I'm looking. I'm I'm not paying attention to what anybody's talking about at the table. And I finally get the trailer to load, and I see him come out of the shadows, and I say, he, you know, he throws him the the bow, and he says. I'm hungry. Get me a deer. Whatever he says. And I'm just like, <laughs> this. first off, I can't believe Kratos looks like that. They're doing God of War. It really is Kratos. We're not rebooting it and starting with a new character and all that. Like, There's a story to be told here. And it just like, I don't know a series that has ever grown up so significantly as God of War has from the first six games to this. And I'm so happy that it's Corey Barlog that did it because Corey Barlog, which a lot of people say God of War 2 is probably their the the best God of War game. I prefer 3 just because the spectacle yeah. and the boss fights and all that stuff and and just taking down just killing everybody. 3 has the best gameplay in boss fights yes. by by far. Yes. <laughs> um, and the and I guess and by bosses I mean just the fact you're actually interacting with the other gods. Exactly. So but exactly, yeah. so so Corey directed God of War 2. He mm-hmm. wrote God of War 3, but he didn't direct it. He handed it off to Stieg Asmussen, and I think I got that right. Who I that think, sounds about right. I think he also went on to direct uh, Ascension, but but Corey basically laid the groundwork, because obviously God of War 2 ended, right? Spoiler alert for Nick. I won't say what happens, but it's, it ends in like a 10-year-old game. <laughs> God of War 3 picks up literally right at that exact moment, and then you go from there, and it's just amazing. Um, I just... I, I cannot give this game enough praise and it's like I've been holding this in for so long um, <laughs> that I just want to talk about this game so much I don't I, I will just say off the bat this game to me is a 10 out of 10 it there's it, it's just it's it's everything I wanted it to be it lived up to the hype um, and I don't want to get any I'm not going to get in any spoilers or anything like that but there are so many things in this game that are so well done and I would say almost perfectly done that it just blows my mind um, I didn't know if I was ever going to get a PS4 exclusive that I liked better than Horizon Zero Dawn but I think that I have <sighs> oh yeah um, so that's your review that's, that's your waiting to exhale right there man just like oh, alright I got it out no, I, I'm right there. I'm I'm gonna echo everything y'all just said because I'm right there with all y'all. Um, I I'm a little more open uh, to change, but at the same time, I'm cautious. I'm always cautiously optimistic. I never just go in like I'm 100 on board for everything. Yay! Yeah, yeah. I'm never like that. I'm usually just like I, I'll put one foot in, and then like if it, if the water's too hot or too cold, I can always step back. But yeah. um, like. When I was reading a tweet that uh, Corey Barlog put out, and he was talking about the combat in the game, and he was talking about how, uh, oh, well, you know, a lot of game developers, it's real, like, um, it's real in vogue to copy and paste 
uh, Dark Souls combat and put it in your game and be like, oh, well, we're we're doing a game like Dark Souls, and it's like, but you're not, you're really just copying an, an already proven formula, but you're kind of half-assing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I like the fact that he said, yeah, he said we he said we did actually take a lot of nods from Dark Souls as far as the combat's concerned, but we also wanted to add something to it, so it's not just a simple like. You know, oh hey, we're just taking this and putting it in a game and calling it God of War. And I was like, dude, I appreciate that because the combat in this game is way more nuanced than the combat has ever been in in God of War. And and, and for the for the better, <laughs> for the better, absolutely. Because <laughs> um, it's, it's not like just like hack and slash stuff. No, 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 like, no, no. Button, no. button mashing. And that's that's one of the things I went back and listened to one of our old podcasts mm-hmm. uh, that Sean and I do. Uh, YouTube.com slash Two Player Co op. Like, mm-hmm. share, subscribe. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and we were talking about how when when it was a year ago because every it would I, I go back one year every week and I listen to the podcast we did that month just to get like what were we talking mm-hmm. about what was going on yeah there. where and, were you at back then yeah so a year ago this week we had started getting the leaks before E three two years ago that um it there got to work it is real it's. It's. We were saying, is it going to be God of Four? Is it going to be God of Thor? What are they going to call it? We don't know. It's going to be in Scandinavia. It's Norse mythology. All this other stuff. Um, but that's one of the things that Sean brought up is how he likes the combat in the old games, but mm-hmm. it, he said it is pretty much button mashy. Mm-hmm. And I kind of got triggered triggered a little bit, and I was like, Yeah, but it's but you gotta you gotta mash those buttons at the right time for it to yeah. work right. But like, it is a timing game. It is. It's, it's a timing it's game. Almost you could almost, and it's kind of like the Arkham games was yeah. the same way that yeah. the combat works. It's but all like, about rhythm. But this, the way that axe feels, it's like the 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 weight of it and mm-hmm. everything. And what what everybody talked about before this game came out, and this is not spoilers or anything, but everybody talked about what it feels like to throw the axe and catch it. Mm-hmm. And I think that does feel great, but I almost feel like I heard that from so many people that it didn't really resonate with me as much. What feels great to me is it just feels like, I mean, Kratos feels heavy. He feels just like, just like he's just yoked beyond measure. Mm-hmm. And when he swings that axe, it feels like you are swinging something that weighs as much as Mjolnir. Mul- yeah, that thing. <laughs> and, and it just like, it's got me. Me. Yeah. I'm, I'm a DC fan. I hate Marvel. <laughs> I'm so sad right now because Marvel's, Marvel's so much better. But it's just like, there's so much weight when he swings that axe. I'm like, oh my god! Like he is destroying these these dudes. He's going up against, mm-hmm. and it just feels well. Even so like when you recall good. it, like when you recall the the axe, you can just feel like you feel it in the controller and the yep. sound. I, I yeah. actually like it even better when you don't. Like if you go walk into like a, a long a, another way. area, yeah. or like a cutscene starting, yeah. or 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 like I've done many a time, you go talk to the weaponsmith. And yep. you're getting ready to like check on your axe, and it's like there's no axe here. <laughs> it's like oh wait, where's it? All of a sudden, you just see Kratos reach out and it's just like bam, and yeah. I'm just like oh I forgot I, I left that it's behind. So good. Like you said, like, <laughs> like, even, yeah, like I'll do that every once in a while, or be like in the combat and I've thrown the axe mm-hmm. and I'm like all right, swing this axe. I'm like oh god, I'm punching. <laughs> oh no, I, I, te- I have actually tested it because I was like man, I wonder how far I can get away yeah. before it makes me recall it. And like I remember there was one point like. I literally went through a whole area. It wasn't until I actually transitioned to like a new zone, yeah. And it was like, and like you could hear it, just like clink, 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 clink. So yeah, so that you kind of took the words out of my mouth there because I was gonna say like speaking of like the nuances, like even they've gone to as far as to you know when you recall it and it's really far away, you can hear it clinging against mm-hmm. the walls and the caves and all that stuff. And I was like, man, this is a tiny stuff that they did there. I, 
I won't lie, man. There's been more than a few times when I was playing that game that I started rocking that Led Zeppelin. Oh, yeah. From, uh, from Thor <laughs> Ragnarok. Oh, my gosh. That's exactly what I was about to say. <laughs> to me, that moment is like cinematic perfection. It is. It's like, Taika Waititi, I love you. This is so great. I will what say. What are you with your life? Thank you. Again. Again. So, I'm a DC fanboy. <laughs> And I will defend the DCU really. as much as I can. I have not seen Ragnarok, but mm-hmm. what I will say, this movie, this this game made me say, okay, get all your stupid biases and all yeah. your, your sad fanboy stuff out of the way. Go watch Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. I'm going to watch Ragnarok as, as soon as I can because I'm I'm a loser for it's not watching good. it yet. But it's yes. really, really good. Great. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and tell you, unrelated to God of War, uh, my number one favorite superhero of all time is Batman. Yes! Sorry, sorry, Deadpool. (laughs) Dude, way back in the day, Ernie and I, we totally did a Deadpool podcast for the Mm -hmm. game that came out. Oh my God. Wow. Did you play that game? No, but I remember it was so good. It was good, like in such a, like a little like meta way. Yeah, yeah, so good. Um, so. I don't know how much more I can say without going into spoilers, <laughs> but there's so oh, much I want to say. <laughs> what I'm, I do, but there's stuff and things. But there's yeah. one of the stuff and things. Uh, actually, no, I'll, I'll save it for spoilers. I'd say stuff and things. The 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 one last thing I'll probably say about it because I mean the combat's the thing that really kept me in the dance. Um, it kept me coming back for more and more and more, no matter how ridiculous fights got. Yep. Well, just because it was so good, because I I love that feeling when I lose, but I can't like, really blame it on the game itself. It's me, and yep. I think, and that's and that's why we sell. That, that's why Dark Souls and Bloodborne games like that kind of hold me because I the onus is on me. There's very there's only a couple of times in God of War that I died. And it was the game's fault. Right. Like, mostly it was the Resurrection Stone thing that sometimes doesn't work. But, uh, <laughs> but neither here nor there, because uh, it's a timing issue. Well, the worst thing is when I when I think I've got one and mm-hmm. I don't. And yeah. I'm like, that was so oh, close. Oh, no, no, no. I've had one hit the ground and, like, Atreus <laughs> is running up to you and he's, like, mm-hmm. you know, carving out the rune and getting ready to stab it. And it'll still take me to the loading screen. Oh. I've had that happen a couple of times. But. That being said, the game is fun. The dynamic between uh, Kratos and Atreus is like... I think that's the thing that did it for me is that you know, being, being a person who is a father who really had no designs on being a father, but just it kind of happened, I kind of empathized a little bit with some of the moments that... Yeah, they were having where like he didn't really know how to talk to his right you know, yeah child, which yeah. didn't really like a spoiler. I mean, we we know he's yeah you know, kind of a that's like he's kind of rough at the edges on being a dad. I think, <laughs> but I think every I think everybody who's a parent can relate to this game because I mean I've got oh, yeah. I've got four kids now mm-hmm. and I'm still trying. I'm still every day is a new adventure. I don't know what I'm doing. So it's like it's Kratos. It's Kratos. I mean, he's a god who's trying to figure this out as well. I'm like, yeah. I mean, I'm not a god, but I can. Yeah. Really like, the other thing I do want to say before we get into the spoiler mm-hmm. stuff, this definitely needs to be said. One of the things I was skeptical about uh, going into this game was the new voice actor. Shout out to Christopher Judge. Yes. He was amazing in this mm-hmm. game. And to me, when I went in, I remember when that, going back to the E3 2016 mm-hmm. reveal, I was like, 
That's not Kratos' voice. That's yeah. not T.C. Carson. Um, a little bit worried about that. <laughs> but I'm going to see how it plays out. Christopher Judge did mm. such a phenomenal job in this game. He is now, to me, I mean, I've, I've been through Kratos for six games with the mm. same voice actor. Christopher Judge is now mm. Kratos in my mind. D- don't get me wrong. I love T.C. Carson. Yeah. Love him to death. He is my Kratos in the Greek world. Right. Yeah, there you this go. is my Norse Kratos. <laughs> <laughs> Because he, because I think he does have a little more. Uh, uh, he brings a little more gravitas to the role when when he's speaking. Like when he speaks, like his words have this incredible weight to them. And you're just like when because Kratos doesn't really even talk a whole lot in the game. Yeah, uh, it's really more Atreus than it is than it is Kratos. But when he speaks. You listen because you know he's about to drop something on you. Yeah, it you know? reminds me of, and I can relate any conversation about video games to Metal Gear. So mm-hmm. I will now relate this to Metal Gear Solid Five. <laughs> I was waiting for what you just said. It's the same mm-hmm. way Venom Snake mm-hmm. slash Big Bosses and Metal Gear Solid mm-hmm. Five. They they you know they switch to Kiefer Sutherland. It's still mm-hmm. weird because I just when I play that I'm like this is it's Jack Bauer. That's not Big Boss. Or That's Venom not Snake. David Hayter. But, David Hader, right? <laughs> but and, and he was also Kojima made a concerted effort to say he's going to speak a lot less. And when mm-hmm. he speaks, though, it's like okay, I, this isn't just like nonstop cutscenes. I need to pay attention to what he's saying, and it's more reserved and it's more thoughtful. That's how Kratos is in mm-hmm. this game as well. Yep, yeah, hundred percent agree. And for and for me, real quick, I just want to touch on the, like just the story for someone who never played like we've you know kind of circling back to it, never playing the, the original games except for a little bit of one. I was worried about. How is this gonna? How's this particular game gonna keep me involved? And like, if it's gonna be so different, then if I didn't really catch on to the first three, how am I gonna catch on to a brand new story? And I think that's what it was. Mm-hmm. I think it was a brand new story is what like yep. kept me going. And I think kind of also salt in the the fact of like being a parent kind of helps, you know, pull it along as well. But it was also this the, the design of the whole world and the design of the actual story arc itself, which was just get to the mountaintop. Mm-hmm. Like that's a story arc. But it's, it's a simple like, story. Just get to the mountaintop, and like mm-hmm. that's all I wanted to do. But at the same time, and I know Kevin and I kind of spoke about it a couple times, was he mainlined the story because he wanted to get there and he wanted to see like how this beautiful adventure was unfolding. Well, for me personally, I just wanted to keep exploring mm-hmm. Midgard, and then whatever else was coming around with it. Like I'm not a big like um, mythology, especially even in the Norse area person like Mel is. But I mean, I grew mm-hmm. up in comic books, and so Thor. Yeah, and all those and all the people that come along with mythology and comic books. Yeah, and so I was just right. thinking, who who could I run into? So I was like running around like maybe I run into Thor. They keep talking about Odin. They keep talking about Thor. There's a giant fucking statue of him. Like maybe we'll run into him or whatever. Well, you see a lot of you, you hear a god awful lot about Tyr. You hear and and you. They throw around Balder a good bit. Uh, you hear about some of the other gods, but like. It's like I, I like the way they handled it. They, yeah. Here's, what I will say is I'm not going because I think we need to get into spoilers yeah, let's jump in about the, thirty let's go seconds ahead and jump now. Into spoilers. But <laughs> me, what I will say is, someone like me, I loved even before I ever played a single God of War game. I always loved Greek mythology. Mm-hmm. I, it was it always fascinated me. I absolutely loved it. I've really never cared about Norse mythology before mm-hmm. this game. 
as soon as I beat it, I went and I bought this this book that mm-hmm. it's just called Norse mythology. I forget uh, Neil Gaiman or Neil Gaiman. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes. So everybody is buying. <laughs> this guy should should pay royalties to Sony Santa Monica because everybody I've seen that has beaten the game is like, okay, and I bought this book because I just need to learn everything about Norse mythology. So yeah. shout out to Neil Gaiman. Um, I never cared about it before. I care deeply now. And as soon as I finish this platinum, I'm going to read that book. Yeah, that's all I'll say. So I mean, just, just the. the, the the landscape that we have, I just wanted to keep understanding it and like follow along mm-hmm. with it. And I kept, you know, digging more and digging further into the, to, to this, the, the landscape, the culture of what was going on, hoping to fun, run into somebody. And that's mm-hmm. why that, that was my take into it as far as non spoiler stuff. Cause I don't know any of the backstory of Kratos other than he wielded some chains and he, you know, decapitated gods, killed outside. every god killed. in Greece. Yeah, so like, <laughs> like, so like, why are you still like that's another thing like why we need another game of you you've already completed your mission yeah Uh, yeah he more than completed it yeah yeah he completed that one like with with um with room to grow on right and that's another reason I'm sorry I'm a God of War nerd but I love the way that 3 ended I'm just gonna spoil it uh what year is it 8 year old game at this point it's it's almost 10 years old wait like but, but people say Kratos is a bad character and all this other stuff. The way that 3 ends, where he essentially, until you get to the post-credits, he has sacrificed himself for the good of humanity. It was like, you can't say this is a bad character. Like, he no. just gave hope, literally. Yeah. He gave hope to the rest of the world by sacrificing himself mm-hmm. instead of giving it to Athena and all that. It's just... Oh. Yeah. Speaking of, <sighs> should we are, we... are we officially in spoilers so now? Let's, yeah. so Let, let's I, call I it here. Yeah, I think oh, yeah. We, 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 we went longer than I'm the 10 minutes of thinking I'm, about spoilers. Mel and I are on the same page here. So, hold so, on. Before you go anything else, if you're listening to this, we are officially now in spoiler territory. So either cut off the podcast or keep going yeah. with us. Whatever you want to do. Do when you beat the game, come back and listen. Come to back this. and listen. Just yes, turn this off. <laughs> then come back. Come back and please come back and listen. But if you have not beaten the game yet, turn it off. The you game's need, a ten out of ten. Unless you yeah. just want to spoil it. Freaking love it. Unless you don't care. Then <laughs> yeah. whatever. Like my buddy, shout out to Rasan. He he. Before every DC Marvel whatever movie, he's like he goes to Latino Review or whatever, and he gets all the spoilers <laughs> just so he knows what he's walking into. And I'm like, I, I don't used know, to do that. With I don't wrestling. know how you do that. I, I can't do it anymore. But just yeah. I used to do that with wrestling when I was in high school. <laughs> I'm like, ooh, wrestling observer. Let me get it. Let me get all. Uh, the, yes. Let me find out everything that's gonna happen. All Dang right, all right. They, okay. they they changed this at the last minute. Okay. Okay. No, um... So, spoilers? Spoilers. Spoilers. I, I have a question for everyone. I want to know who all did or did not do this. I was going to say, I thought, I thought you were going to go with a different question. I was like, no one knew. Don't, don't act like oh, okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is different. Who went back to their house? I did. I had it spoiled for me before I went back. Okay. That okay. sucks. <laughs> it sucks because as soon as I beat the game, I said, okay, we're in spoilers. Again, <laughs> if you're still here, this is literally your last chance. Yeah. Spoilers, okay. Because as soon as I beat the game, I said, all right, let me, I got to look up at all the, before, as, as you're, and it's so cool the way they do it. After you, you spread the ashes and you get the reveal of who, mm-hmm. it, Atreus is. Yeah. Loki. He's fucking Loki. He's freaking Loki. Spoilers. He's Atreus is fucking Loki. Literally, when they said, "Why do they call my mother name is Loki?" I just, I said out loud. Jess was sitting over there on the couch, and I said, "Holy shit!" Yeah. That's exactly what I did. Oh my god. Loki, and I was like, "Oh shit!" The weird part is, I don't know how I didn't see that part coming. I don't think because the name. 
I should have caught it by the name because he kept referring to his wife as Faye, but he says the name so few times that I didn't think anything of it. See, to me that means nothing, so I had no idea because I'm like, I've never watched a Thor movie, so I yeah. know nothing about all this. Well, they, they don't even talk about it. They don't even okay. really do this in the in the Thor movies, but like the thing is, you look at who his wife is, and it's like, oh, wait a minute. she Because they talk about how you know she was... You know, protector of the Jotuns or, or, or something along those lines. I forget exactly, but you're like, well, why would they make? You know, why was it her? What was you know? What was it about her? I want to know what was her deal that had her in so good with the Jotuns. It's like, oh, well, shit. It's because she is one the giant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, she is Luffy, mm-hmm. the giantess. Right. And Loki is of course from Jotunheim. Mm-hmm. Right. It's literally his whole thing. Yep. And, and for everybody listening. Um, I made it clear that I absolutely love the Marvel universe and everything, but I will tell you, Loki and Thor are not actually brothers. No. So if, if, uh, if you guys think that, let's let's split that up now because yeah. that will lead into other things about the game, such as Thor and Balder. Right. Uh, but Thank Loki you. and Thor are not actually brothers. <laughs> well, so Thank you. Let's throw that out there. Because <laughs> I had no idea. All I know is Marvel, so I was like, "Well, they're brothers. This this doesn't add up, but whatever." Yeah. No. Well, not only that, there's a point where like where he's getting sick and his skin kind of oh starts God. like turning. Yeah, turning, and I was like, "That should have been the that should have been one of the first clues right there." No, but, like, that, you're, but you're thinking about him just being. Sick, right. not him being a giant. But then he talks about when he said when when Kratos, which was so amazing, and we'll talk about that scene, mm-hmm. which is one of my favorite 15, 20 minutes in video game, literally in video game history. As a mm-hmm. God of War fan, I cannot tell you how many goosebumps were all over my body when that whole 15, 20 minute section was was happening when you were going back to get that special something oh, from his yeah. past. Well, Loki you know, says, says, says I'm going to devote um, we're okay. going to come yeah. back to that one. The, the thing I want to know, though, is... So you said all of y'all went back to the house. Kevin did not. You did not go back so to the I, house. So I mean, but as you, soon as the credits rolled, as I was walking down the mountain, I was like, well, this is so cool. I'm walking down the mountain, and they're talking, and the credits are rolling. I was like, okay, let me figure out what the mm-hmm. hell. Okay, so he's a giant. I don't know Norse mythology. Let me go this. And then as they're going through, it was an IGN video. I think it was Martin gotcha. Sleeper was talking about it. And then he went right into And then when you go back home, and all of a sudden I see the lightning, I'm like, oh, yeah. son of a bitch. Are you serious? <laughs> Actually, oh. so... I'm going to give a shout out to Derek on this one. Derek was the MVP. Last time he and I were talking, he was like, hey, so did you go Did you go back to sleep? Did you go back to the house? And I was like, no, I haven't done that yet. And he was like, "He's like, you should totally do that. Right, like, right he, now. He didn't, go. he didn't say anything. He literally okay. was like, here. He said, here's what we're going to do right now. Let's go back in the living room, turn the game on, go to the house, go to sleep. And when you go to sleep, like it, it is really weird how it happens because it's the first time the camera cuts in the entire game. Yeah, it's the only time, the only yep. time in the entire game that the camera actually sh- like cuts away from you. Right, is when you see Thor. Three years like, later, three, or a few years it's later. Like a few, it's, yeah. a, it's a few years later, and Thor looks. Legit, yeah. dude. Th- this ain't this ain't Chris Hemsworth. No, this, <laughs> that's what I love so much about this world. Again, not knowing any Norse mythology yet, I love that it's not just all rainbows and unicorns. No. And Thor is this happy-go-lucky, joking guy, no. and all this other crap. None Thor. of that. Thor is like. I, you killed my sons. I'm going to fucking murder you. Well, and I think, or he might be on his side. We don't really know yet. I cannot wait for the sequel. Well, think about Thor and think about Norse mythology. And this is what I actually love about the God of War games because when it comes to mythology, yeah, they do take some liberties with certain things, but I like the way they actually portray the characters. Like in okay, case in point, Hercules in God of War Three. Yeah. 
Yep. He's a son of a bitch in God of War Three. He's a little. And it's a good reason to get his friggin' face caved yeah. in. Well, no, and, and, and it's a good. There's good reason for that because in mythology, because most people they think of Hercules, they think of oh, Disney he's character. a the, well, the Disney character. They think of Kevin Sorbo, which yeah. oddly enough, Hercules. Yeah, Kevin Sorbo <laughs> actually did voice Hercules in God of War Three. So I mean, that, that's yep. kind of you know coming full circle. Thank you, Ernie. But uh, also a Hercules skin in Smite. Yes, he totally did the voice pack for it. Too. He did that too. Oh, that's awesome. Oh my god! It's called Retro Cleese. <laughs> That's awesome. I love it. Totally, Kevin I love Sorbo. Kevin Sorbo deserves all the work. Uh, I but, love Kevin Sorbo. But but the thing about it is, Hercules in mythology is actually not a good person. Like he's not a nice guy. Uh, yeah, he's, he's a cocky son of a bitch. He, he's, like, he's cocky and he's a murderer <laughs> yeah. to, to boot. But uh, the thing about Thor is that Thor is not like some jovial, uh, you know, oh, I save the world and blah blah blah. No, Thor. When you listen to all those stories, when uh, um. Uh, when they're like recounting all the tales, yeah. the, all the terrible things that Thor's done, you're just like fighting the world serpent all the time. I'm ready to fight this dude. Yeah, like I like the whole time they were talking, like, and, and I'm I'm pretty up to speed on Norse mythology, but the whole time I was like, I'm ready to fight this dude. I don't want to hear anything else about him. I want to beat his ass. So That's, I, 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 there's no time for talking. I. We're gonna throw them paws. <laughs> I Honestly, love that's, that's the hands. majority of people in Norse mythology. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, everybody. Thor, Thor in Norse mythology. Thor is that dude. Mm-hmm. It's like, come at me, bro. Yep. <laughs> to everybody. Oh yeah, he's to, awful. To all the things. That's what Thor does. And um, when you do get around to reading Norse mythology by Neil Gaiman, you are for sure gonna figure out exactly how non-jovial. Nice. Jokey and every, everything nice. that everybody is. He, he is oh not. Boy. This ain't the MCU Norse mythology. <laughs> it's really not. And it's not as. It's not. It, it's weird to call anything Greek or Roman mythology tame. Yeah. But yeah. Norse party hard, murder hard. Mm-hmm. I mean. Yeah, don't, don't fuck with them. Listen, <laughs> Mimir, if you if you listen to some of the tales, like one of the tales about the Valkyries that Mimir tells. Like, there's one part where he's, like, recounting what all they do in Valhalla, and he has to kind of stop short. He's like, no, yeah, I can't talk about that part. They they, they drink, they curse, and they they, they party. (laughs) By the way, shout out to Mimir. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. And oh, yeah. Brock and Sindri. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, the, these supporting characters were so good. The way that and and one of the things uh, there's a couple small things in this game that I want to point out before I forget mm-hmm. has nothing to do with what we were talking about. But a couple small things I love. Every time you get in the boat, the way Kratos throws head as he just and I love that he calls him head. It's yeah. like it's so Kratos that he just calls him head instead of calling him a mirror. But the way he's like, here you go, boy. Yeah. He throws it to him. And then the other thing. Has anybody else noticed the way that Kratos runs? This might be really weird. But the way they did his run in this game is freaking... It blows my mind. Every time I hit sprint, I'm like, this is so cool. If you notice, next time you play it, Mm -hmm. if you haven't already seen it, when you start sprinting, he is real fast for that first half, like one and a yeah. half to two seconds, yeah. and then he starts like Kinda jogging. Like, I'm yeah. like, that's how I run. I can. I'm an old man. I can relate to this. <laughs> this is so perfect. Like it's little details like that that like just a million shout outs to Corey Barlog for this game. He just it's more it, realistic. little things like that. It's just so well done. Now, granted, there yeah. are a couple like um, emeralds or whatever they're called that you can like 
attached to your oh yeah, armor your enchantments and, and stuff like that. Okay, yeah, and yeah, faster. But I see what you're saying. Yeah, it, it, it's it's the subtleness. Yeah. It's it's like a subtle thing that you know you you may not even notice the first couple of times. But I did notice that like sometimes he would kind of like he'd get off to a good clip, and I was like, why do I feel like I'm slower now? Yep. Yeah, and it's like that's why. Yeah. <laughs> um, we'll kind of go. Uh, you said you had no. a couple things. No, that was it. Okay. That was that was the, mm-hmm. it was throwing head when you get in the boat, <laughs> and then it was the way he runs. It's just oh, those yeah. little small details that just it's it's like you even paid attention to that. It's so mm-hmm. cool. That, well, that's so just, cool. All I ask is keep Mamir around, please. Yeah, please. He's agree. got to. He's don't, got to stay. Like you know, when they start the next God of War, they're going to take all his powers, like they do in every God of War game. But yeah. just don't take Mamir. Leave Mamir yeah. there. <laughs> Leave my boy alone. Let him stay. He, he's so good. And and the way they do the dialogue with him too, when you get in the boat, and if you get to a destination, like mm-hmm. me, once he starts talking, I just I put the controller down and I listen. Oh yeah, no, I sit in the boat. But I've, I've heard so many people that are like, and and it happened to me a couple times where. But if you get to your dock and you get out, he's like. This uh, isn't the best time for that. I'll continue it. You get back in that boat, and he's like, he picks by the right way, back up. remember we were talking about the giants or whatever, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Okay, and he goes right in. Well, it's they just, do that with, even so without Lemire well there. Like, the, yes. The, the oh, yeah, well, even yeah, Kratos does yeah. it, too. So, Mel, knowing your, like, your North mythology, when we first, so after we fought Balder earlier in the game, mm-hmm. and we're, cli- we're climbing the mountain to get to uh, Mir head, and <laughs> you're you're kind of scaling the side of it, and you see Balder, and you see the two other guys. Did you know right away that that wasn't like Thor or anyone like someone important? Oh, like that? Magni did you, and um, did you know those? Yeah, did you, Modi? Yeah, yeah, Modi, did, yeah. Did you could you tell that those were Thor's kids, or did you because how this game has like kind of duplicit everyone else? Like it's kind of hard to see him like right off the bat who they may be. Because I'll tell you what, the first time I saw him, it's like. Oh shit! That's Balder, Thor, and someone else. You know, like Heimdall or something. Initially, I thought yeah. it might have been too. Um, well, when I first saw Balder, you know, it's a very intense initial. Yeah. <laughs> initial <little laughs> oh my god! Like, we we need to talk about that yeah. fight. But c- continue, Mel. We need to talk about that fight. It was so good. Oh, yeah. um, it's a it's a pretty intense moment, and I remember, you know, everyone is like the stranger. The right. stranger, and I kept saying to myself, "Now there are a couple of people in Norse mythology that were referred to as the stranger um, in the initial stories, and uh, most of the time, uh, the stranger is actually Odin." Right. Uh, of oh, course, wow. in yeah. this game, that's not what we ended up seeing, but uh, Balder has been called that, and in one or two references, Thor had that title. So when I initially ran into the guy. I didn't immediately know who he was. I knew he wasn't Thor because, let me just put it, they know Thor's not going to be a bitch like that. Yeah. Thor's going to have this, like, this grand ridiculousness about him because he's Thor. But, yeah, I, I did not know that it was Balder until until we really got deep into that immortal thing. Right. And, yeah. 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 So even yeah. when seeing Thor's kids uh, with Balder up on the, you know the tree that Mir's stuck in, did you think that that could have been Thor or someone else, or did you kind of know right off the bat that it was Balder's nephews? With those, it was. That's when I started putting pieces together. I was like, okay, there's not too many sets of two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh when sure. It comes to when it comes to kids in Norse mythology, there's there's not a whole lot of sets of two. So I was like, mm, you know, they, they I actually had a little bit more of a clue on. I was like, I don't know what role you're going to play because they're not talked about as much in Norse mythology. They don't play, you know, as significant. 
kids roll, but no. when it came to those two, it was like, mm, I don't know what you're stepping in, but I'm pretty sure I'm starting <laughs> to smell it. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I think yeah. the thing for me was when uh, he kept, like when Balder kept going on and on and on about how like you couldn't hurt him, he couldn't feel anything. Yeah. And like right. the whole time I was like, well, who would that be? And like, right. and like once the fight was over, I was like, there's only like one god that I would imagine. I mean, because I would, I would assume they all would be kind of tough, but like, mm-hmm. I, there's only one god I can think of that can't feel anything or, or can't be hurt by anything. And like, just the more the game kept going, I was like, man, maybe it is Balder. And then like, the more the game kept going, it kept confirming. And my favorite part is Mimir when he, whenever they would, when Kratos or Atreus would ask about what could hurt uh, Balder or a way to hurt him, and he would say, and he kept saying the same thing yeah. over and over again. He was Enchanted. like, Balder is invulnerable to all threats, both physical and mat. And no matter what they said, he kept doing it. And I was like, I was like, oh, he's hexed. Yeah, he's hexed, so he can't tell the truth. And then when Atreus uh-huh. uh, have, he gets the arrows. And Freya's like, oh, hell no. Get, oh, yeah. Burn these mothers <laughs> right now. <laughs> right. And, and then it was like, mistletoe arrow. And I was like, I got your number. Oh, yeah. Well, the thing is, I knew it was going to come back up because when Kratos uses the arrowhead or the, the shaft, the broken part of it to, to fix his uh, quiver strap, I was like, I was like, yeah, this is going to come back. Yeah. I was like, this is, this is, these chickens, all these chickens you see right here, they are coming home to roost. I, yeah. I'm just, I'm just waiting. Yeah. But, uh, I, I even like the, dynamic they kind of pull between like like you know because you have like you have Freya and then you have Frigg and I even like how they kind of addressed that in like as far as like the mythology uh you know the the myth of of those characters uh go like it just, there, there's a lot of really cool stuff in there yes yeah. uh, well kind of Maybe the last thing I may say about Odin or Thor, but I really love that they really weren't a present in the game. Like we talked about Amen. a lot. Amen. Because we, because the whole time you're playing, you're expecting them to show up. But then if they show up, then it's, then it's an Odin or Thor video game. Not a, yeah. not a God of War, not a Atreus, uh, Kratos video game. Yeah. It's, they it's, take away the limelight of what we're supposed to be learning. And it's also like, there was so much in the lead up to this game, like, is Kratos... Thor is Kratos yeah. Odin. Like, who is Kratos? Who is this kid? And then, by the time you got to the end, when they finally said Loki, I was like, I didn't. I don't know how I didn't see it coming. It makes I, it makes all the sense mm-hmm. in the world. But like, I love that. There's just this. You can tell like Odin is seeing everything. You got these annoying ass ravens that I don't want to go kill all the sons of bitches for this platinum, but I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna beat all the Valkyries first. I'm gonna find these freaking ravens. But like, oh, the Valkyries are pain in the ass. Yeah, <laughs> dude, that one in Muspelheim. That was oh, the first yeah. one. I, that was the first one I fought. Oh man. Twenty twenty deaths later, I, I told Nick, I was like, I'm going to just shatter my controller before I do this. But I got her. But anyways, go to Niflheim. Pro simple the Valkyries. Get shit housed. Just get as drunk as you can and just don't feel it in real life either. <laughs> so, but anyway, I, I just love that, like, you can tell. And if you've, I don't know if you guys have listened or if Mel, if you've listened to any of these, these spoiler casts that Corey Barlog has done with either with IGN or Kind of Funny or any of these guys that he's like, um, Game Informer, I think even Kotaku, mm-hmm. he did, he went on every podcast. Oh, but yeah. It's like, he realized this, they, they were writing this story and he was like, guys, we're into game two. We need to pull this back. This is a this is a story that is a very simple story. Like you said, it's just like it's just 
Kratos' wife died. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We need to take her to the top of the mountain. And obviously, when you're taking her to the top of the mountain, from the beginning, I was like, there's a reason we're going to the top of the mountain. There's going to be some big reveal. I can't wait to see what it is. But it's like, we didn't need to fight Thor or Odin or any of this other stuff. And then, again, I'm a God of War fan. We'll get to the, the, the shout-outs to the, to the previous games and how freaking perfectly that was done. But I like that the, the gods of Norse mythology were just... They were like this. You could always like you felt like they were always like looking over your shoulder or something, but you didn't have to actually see them until you got to that post credit scene where they just mm-hmm. it, was, it just even having it spoiled. When I finally went back to the house and slept, I was like, I, again goosebumps everywhere. I was like, oh, I got this chills. Is, this is unfreaking real. Because yeah. I was like, dude. Because as soon as I saw Thor, I was like, I'm ready to fight. Let's go. Let's, Let's go. Do this. I was like, please let <laughs> us fight right now, just for two seconds. Yep. I just want to get one. I just want to get one paw on him. And I did almost <laughs> think I, I thought back to the way God of War two ended on such a cliffhanger. I was mm-hmm. like, is that what they're about to do here? Is like Kratos going to rush him and then it's going to cut to black? They didn't do that because I think he might actually be on our side. We could do a whole podcast on what will happen in the next game, but. Um, also, so uh, somebody mentioned the world serpent earlier. Oh yeah, have you Jormungandr. heard the th- have, you, have you heard the theories on who the world serpent is? And again, I know nothing no, about no, Norse no. mythology. Yeah, I have, I have. I haven't heard any of the theories. I have. The world serpent. There are theories that say he is Kratos. Really? White. That would be interesting. He's white huh. with red markings, with a beard, and apparently, again, Mel, help me out here. I don't know the mythology, yeah. but. The the at at the at Ragnarok somehow something happens the the world serpent gets his ass kicked he's lo- he gets he goes back in time he looks like Kratos but then isn't he Loki's kid somehow so how could he be Kratos mm-hmm. I don't know but that's yeah. that's this theory going around that a lot of people are and and huh. they they actually asked Corey about this on split screen on the Kotaku podcast and he's like <laughs> yeah yeah I mean you know we've got five games playing so just I'm not gonna answer that right now man yeah. Norse mythology, um, the Midgard Zormer mm-hmm. is is Loki's kid. Uh, the World Serpent, you know, there's the whole eating its own tail. It's how it holds the world together, and then mm-hmm. at Ragnarok, it finally swallows its own tail, and the <laughs> world is destroyed. Okay. Um, I mean, there's there's just so many different ways this could go, and if you think about that. If, if Kratos was the world serpent, think of, think of the uh, the poetic nuance of that. Is he the one holding this world together? Right. You know, so I think there's I think there's a lot of like, oh, head explosions. Right. Yeah, <laughs> it's like he's the yeah. one to hold it together, but he's also the one that can destroy it. Yeah. It's like it's like oh my god, exactly. <laughs> and, and the world serpent is constantly biting its own tail. That's mm-hmm. how it keeps the world together, and it's like. That I mean, I haven't heard that theory, but how phenomenal is that? It, Kratos is a very self-destructive person because he believes in the power of sacrifice. So the world serpent eating its own tail and eventually consuming itself, and then Ragnarok, you know, that's a hell of a theory. Yeah, it's just deep, man. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like this is. <laughs> Super deep. Isn't it how funny though? Like, or I guess maybe it's not too terribly funny since we've been like just kind of glamming about this game. How each character has something about them that makes you want to care more about them, whether mm-hmm. it be the World Serpent or the Blacksmith's brothers. You know, they're um, so they're so good. Sindri, Sindri, and Sindri and Brock. Like even just like how they're so. Uh, 
counter to one another. Mm-hmm. Like you want to keep learning and like listen to them, even the head and Freya. Like what's why is Freya such a big like why does she care so much about your journey? I won't lie. Have you gone have you tried to go back to her house? After you've been the game, you can. You can. Yes. Well, yeah, you you can go back to you can go back to door. But when you go back, to, when you get within like spitting distance of her door, Mimir tells you, get "I away. don't think this is a good I, idea. I, yeah. This is yeah. a bad idea." Kratos, let's <laughs> turn around. Yeah, I had to go back there because because one of the Valkyries is like hidden back yeah, in that area. Yeah, yeah. There's, <laughs> there's a chest or two like, that I missed, and yeah. he was like, "Yeah, this is. I, I don't think this is a good idea." Yeah. Um, the other thing, like what, what you were just touching on. Mm-hmm. This game, again, the story is so simple, and that's what makes it so good. Like, family, like, ever, the, the joke is, I know you follow kind of funny, but it's like the joke, like, Fast and Furious isn't about cars and all this other stuff. It's about family. This, it's about family. This game is about family. Like, it's <laughs> it's there's so many parallels between Kratos and Atreus mm-hmm. and Brock and Sindri and Freya and Balder. And it's like mm-hmm. everything, it's just these, these, there's really only five or six characters in this game that you really care about, and... They all like it's it's a way for Kratos to to see these familiar or is that the right word familial yeah mm-hmm. not familiar yeah, yeah. familiar yeah. relationships um, and it all reflects back on him and Atreus and and all this other stuff and it's just like it's so it's just so or good even, go, even down to the like. Uh, Thor's kids. I mean, the, the two brothers right, fighting yes. together. Yep. Oh yeah, and then the one, and then which I, I love that boss fight. By yeah, the way. that boss fight oh is so yeah, good. That boss fight's a and lot of fun. All the different and and like they they've shown they can do boss fights without quick time events. It's mm-hmm. like they they kind of replace the quick time events with kind of like a playable cutscene like kind of a thing. Yeah. yeah. So okay, so that's a great one uh, there, Kevin. Let's kind of transition to the first. First ever boss fight in the the comic book fight of all ages, as people have kind of put it down. I have got to say this right now. Uh, DC, I don't know, maybe Rocksteady's going to show a a Justice League game or something at E3. That's what they, or that or super, or just playing Superman. Or just Superman game, but after that first fight against the quote unquote stranger, like, I, I heard so much about this fight, and as soon as I beat it, I tweeted Greg Miller, and by the way, if you tweet Greg Miller and he retweets you, just shut your phone off for the next couple hours, because your phone blows up. Yeah. I tweeted him, I said, <laughs> and what everybody said about the first boss fight is right, somebody give Sony Santa Monica a Superman game, because that was yeah. the coolest, and and there was, and people were playing me, it was just a troll, what are you talking about? I was like, no, you stupid ass, keep playing, I'm Get not talking brother. about the troll fight, I'm talking yeah. about the stranger, you idiot. But like, <laughs> that, that fight that was fight's so amazing. Freaking well done. And of course, when you snap his neck and you throw him in the can, I'm like, he ain't dead. I don't know who this guy is, but he ain't dead. He's coming back. Yeah. It was just such a well done fight. It was so much fun, and I just absolutely loved it. I just loved it because it was really interesting, like how he would get in your face. Mm-hmm. Like, he would, like, he made it a point to, like, get close enough that, like, it was like, dude, you're making me uncomfortable. Uh, oh my God. In this fight, you were making me uncomfortable. And the other thing, sorry, the other thing that I loved about that fight, and we saw it a lot as you went throughout the game, is like, again, we've talked about Kratos. He used to be a guy that he'll just rage at anything. What makes him rage in this game, if you threaten Atreus, mm-hmm. or if he feels like he's in danger or something, he is going to fucking destroy you. As mm-hmm. soon as that, when the when the hole came in the roof, and you see Kratos look down, and then uh, the stranger says, oh, that's weird, why are there two beds? And Kratos is like, motherfucker, <laughs> and he just starts wailing, I'm like, you will not, I don't care what you do to me, you will not fucking touch my son. And I'm like, 
oh, so well done. And you see that throughout the rest of the game. That's when 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 the cutscene like Rage of the oh, it wasn't Rage of Titans. What was in this Rage of what what are they call Rage, Rage of Spartan. Spartan. Yeah, Spartan. Rage, that comes out when Atreus is in danger, or when we get to that scene, which I still cannot. I could talk about that scene for an hour. Um, like. When his son is in trouble, I mean, I, I, again, being a dad, I'm like, I don't care. Like, it used to always be cliche. Like, mm-hmm. you, you, you'd fall on a grenade or you'd take a bullet or all right. this other stuff. I would do anything in my power if any of my four kids, if there was, if they were in, like, when they just have a stomach bug, I'm like, just give it to me. I do not care. I want you to be better. Give it all on me. I'll take it all. I don't care. Yeah. That's how Kratos is like, I will do anything and I will use every ounce of mm-hmm. life I have left in me to defend this boy. And it is just, uh, just it's so relatable. It's so well done. Uh, it reminded me like the last 30 minutes of The Last of Us, but like in God mode. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yes. I, I'm oh, about God. to wreck all yes. y'all. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it just goes to show that I mean, you when you when you put like a a, a, a parent child dynamic in a game, it can work. Yeah. If you have good storytelling, it can work, and it can. I think it actually makes characters more interesting, especially if the child is like also helpful and not like yes, just a menace and, and always in the way and like. Tumbling over themselves, or and I think Mel will know exactly what I'm talking about. Like uh, Resident Evil Four. Oh my God, Ash- <laughs> Ashley! 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 Oh my God! Don't worry, Ashley. I'm coming for you. <laughs> I own Resident Evil Four in every iteration oh on gosh. every system. <laughs> Jesus. I, have, I have Leon S. Kennedy standing on my desk right now as a Funko nice. Pop. So. Yeah, that's, yeah. yeah. The, the the Leon love is real. It's a pain in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley, but then also again, everything relates to Metal Gear. You you go back to Metal Gear Solid Two when you're trying to take uh you know Hal's little sister out of the the, yeah. the friggin' and you can't control because the swimming controls are impossible and mm-hmm. you drown. It's just like escort missions suck. This never for one second felt like an escort mission nope. at all in this game. And he is very useful. The thing yes. that I learned early was. Basically, use my upgrades a lot on a trace because he's mm-hmm. so helpful, whether with the stun out arrows or the lightning arrows, and then his summons, which felt like a freaking Final Fantasy game. It was yeah. awesome, yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, no, we were just, uh, me and Atreus, we were just straight jumping oh, yeah. cats. Like, it would yeah. just be like up in the air. It, it actually went from like God of War to Devil May Cry real right. fast. Yeah. I'm just like, well, let's go ahead and keep him up in the air for a little bit longer. All right. <laughs> 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 but kind of like to the to the combats or that the first fight and the last fight with Baldur and in any of the actual like quote unquote boss fights that stop the matter of fact any fight throughout the game they all felt the same mm-hmm. like none of them other than the health bar mm-hmm. felt like they were a bit like more important than the fight previous and I love mm-hmm. that the easy the easy transition between fights and the, like how each fight was equal to the prior or to the next one just because that's where you were in this game. Like you were just trying to get through it. Except for those dark elves. I don't like dark elves. I didn't like the them dark either. elves. Yeah, <laughs> they were annoying as hell. <laughs> but I, I like the, the boss fight. So it wasn't like if if you just played God of War three and then you went right into this. I mean, you're talking. You're fighting Poseidon. The whole opening is fighting Poseidon. You're riding up the back of a freaking Titan. Mm-hmm. You, you fight Kronos in the craziest boss fight ever, and then you the the, the whole fingernail thing still makes me just want to vomit <laughs> <Yeah>. everywhere. Um, <laughs> but like you go from like there's like. Ten boss fights and you're kill- the, the hate. I love the Hades fight, but there's all these just giant like set piece boss fights. To this, you really only fought Balder, the dragon, mm-hmm. 
the Baldur, the, and the sons of Thor, and that was really uh-huh. it. And you fought Baldur what three or f- twice, twice, uh, three times maybe, three times. One yeah. of them three was really times. short. Yeah, I think, yeah that, but I think like, it's the one in the middle that's the short. Right, yeah, right before like Hel- Helheim. Yeah. yeah, and the dragon fight that was so cool. That, that I love that. Fight. I was like, I, I didn't see this coming. I love how you've got to. And there's like four or five different phases to the fight, and you got to use the explosive little the, the goo things to throw at them, and you use the the shock arrows and all this. It was just so well done. You know, um, and I think I think what you're saying is a perfect testament of how this game has evolved as a franchise. When you look back, or at least for me, when I look back at the original set of God of War, every, I, I in my mind I go, "There's Kratos, Kratos, badass." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just show me the gods. Yes. <laughs> Just give me another guy to kill. Yeah. I know. I know Zeus is around here somewhere. Just go ahead and. and yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's. Yep. Okay. Okay. Up oh, there we go. See, that's what I came here for. <laughs> Let me rip Where, off Hermes's leg and beat him with it. Right. <laughs> oh I mean, God! And he's just like. <laughs> yeah, you know. But they, but they also they had to give it to us like that. Yeah. It, I mean, how else would they have made us pay attention? Right. Hey, it's a hack and slash. He's got some cool chains, doing some stuff. Like that's not what you pay attention to. Nope. You know, it was like beat up the Greek gods and everybody's like whoa that's you know that that was different but it's not because we cared about Kratos initially I think I think the majority of people can admit that it wasn't because we cared about Kratos in the beginning but in this game we're here because we do care about Kratos yep and you know with all the people in Norse mythology it's it's interesting to read so much about Greek mythology and read so much about Norse mythology and the differences because a lot of the gods in Norse mythology are more human-like. Yes. Like, yeah, they're, they're not... They're, most of them are not these towering titans. They're literally, they look like regular dudes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that was and always so, the allure in Norse mythology to me. Yeah, I mean, that's... You know, they're... Now, don't get me wrong, Odin is my dude. Like, <laughs> like Odin can see everything you're doing, and he can fuck you up super good. The all-father. But, <laughs> the all-father. Um, but he's never, he's, he looks like a man. Yeah. And that's what makes, to me, this one so much more human. Like, like when we encounter, and hopefully I'm not jumping too far away, when we encountered the Witch of the Woods. Yes. I was immediately like, hmm, okay. Witch of the Woods, huh? We got a little Morrigan thing going on here. Okay, okay. Sure, Witch of the Woods. I'm pretty sure I know. Mm -hmm. You you care an awful lot about what's going on right here. Wouldn't happen to be uh, one of your boys, would it? (laughs) Uh, So, I mean, leading into that, it's just everything is so much smaller. And just like you guys are saying, it's a simple story, and it's quiet. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, instead of instead of the the crazy. Okay, seriously, everyone remembers the first time we saw Ares in God of War. 
Oh yeah, mm-hmm. totally. She was fucking like twenty stories tall, just <laughs> ravaging the place. Hurling fireballs and everything. Yep. Was, like right? he, he kind of he kind of vaguely remind well, like like well I guess technically now it's the other it's really the other way around because my hero academia wasn't a thing then. But uh, like kind of reminding what, uh, me of Endeavor, <laughs> just fiery beard and hair, just like it's like dude, like uh, we're gonna need you to put that out. Because right. you, you are a fire hazard. <laughs> well, well, Mel, it's like everything that you're saying. It, it really goes back again to like talking with you know uh, Mimir. Or, uh, is that right? Is yeah, that Mimir, Mimir and, uh-huh. and just like the storytelling. Like you learn so much more about the game just purely by sitting in a boat, a boat, or running through realms and across uh-huh. stories, yeah. and then just listening to people. Then like what you were saying in the old games, which were. The storytelling was in the boss fights, it seemed like. I'm very sad that Namir doesn't talk anymore. Because <laughs> he said everything he could possibly say yeah. to me now. Yeah. Same He's here. told me all every the time stories. I, every time I go to another realm, I'm like, I'm just going to say, I'm like, are you going to talk? You're not, you got no, nothing? I start no rolling so I can hear oh, my man. grunts echo through the realm. Um. <laughs> One thing about Mimir, and then I, I actually want to make a correction to something I said earlier. You guys, this is so ridiculous, and Kevin is not going to get this because he hasn't seen Thor Ragnarok. But to me, Mimir is totally the Korg. Sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. My name's I'm a decapitated head. Yep. Yeah. I'm going to tell you about what we're doing here today. Pete. Like, oh, Doug. <laughs> oh, Doug's dead. Bye, new Doug. <laughs> um, this is the 142nd tooth. 142 tooth. <laughs> you know, that, that is who Namir is to me, and I can't. And it makes me laugh at the worst times. Right. Well, I mean, he's like, a really I'm like, funny you are telling character. me something really serious, but like you're super funny while you're telling it to me. Yeah, or even just so. the small little quips, like when you, if you ever go to uh, Muspelheim. Yeah, Muspelheim. Yeah, Muspelheim. Like, and you do the trials. It's like, you know, Chris is like, all right, ready, and. Trace is like, yeah, sure, and the head's like, yeah, me. Oh, you were talking. You were talking How the fuck are you gonna fight, dude? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm gonna bite I, someone's I t- ankles. Keep fighting the Valkyries. Oh, I'm done. That, I'm done. Oh, you got them all. Okay, yeah. I was about to say, because like the that's actually the only way I've been able to get him to talk more is because of that story. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. Are you done with the Valkyries? No, well, not yet. See, and I'm I know, only halfway through them. I know where the Valkyries end up. So everything he now when I listen to da- the the dialogue, I'm like, okay, I I know where this is all going. But mm-hmm. uh, one of the other things I was gonna say though, just again, I don't know any any this, but I love one of the things. One of the big complaints I always see about movie reviewers and stuff, and I've started to pick up on it more as I watch more like critical videos about movies and video mm-hmm. games and everything, is exposition for the sake of exposition. Yes. Whereas this, it wasn't like it. It never felt like that. It was more just like, hey, I mean, Kratos, you haven't been here that long. I know you got a kid, kid, and and you know Atreus doesn't really know what's going on. So I'm going to tell you these stories about the giants and about this and about all these other different, you know, when when and. It, it just it never felt like exposition for the sake of exposition it yeah. felt no. like every bit of dialogue in this game felt like it had a purpose and it didn't feel out of place it, it all just worked so well well it's also yeah. like you know like for people like ourselves Kevin it's like we the the most knowledge we have about myth or Norse mythology is through a comic book or through a movie right so they're mm-hmm. kind of telling a story that we may have not heard before too so it's interesting mm-hmm. to learn like what they're not retreading probably, right yeah, they're not they're not amazing Spider Man, you know. Right. They're not, they're not killing Uncle Ben twice. No, Lord, don't kill Uncle Ben again. Oh, God. Thank God they didn't. <laughs> I can't so, take it anymore. So, 
Uh, I'm sorry, you were about to say something. No, I was going to say, um, the way that they handle telling you the Norse stories in God of War 4 uh, very much harkens back to one of my favorite games, which I have hounded Nick for a very long time about playing this game, and that is Hellblade's <laughs> Cinema's oh, Yes, I'm missing out on that yeah. so bad. That, that's... I got it for PC the other day. I, I need to. I need to get back into yeah. it. This will, Mel, maybe I'll play that while I'm waiting for Spider-Man now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know. I know. I remember talking to you the day you were like, "Dude, there's a Spider-Man announcement today." Like, <laughs> like I, he was like, "Shut no, it down. Well, Let's go home." Spider-Man announcement today. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, in Hellblade, and again, in Hellblade is also Norse mythology. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Corey uh, Barlog actually said he was kind of pissed off when he found really? out that they were doing that. <laughs> He's like, damn it, we have to change everything. <laughs> right, but thankfully, they're vastly different. Oh, yeah. They just, you you can get the Norse mythology story entirely by accident in Hellblade. It's actually told by a passive character, uh, much like Mimir is done, but... I love how they make um, make the mythology a slow burn. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's not. It's not. I'm Zeus. Everybody knows who Zeus is. <laughs> you know, it's, they they manage to tell it as a much more uh, of a narrative, yeah. if you will. Like it. Like I'd like to tell you a story, just like you were just saying. Like I would just like to tell you the story of this land. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or these monsters, and I think that's really valuable in the way that uh, God of War has evolved, because again, everybody knows who Zeus is. Well, and it's always relevant to the plot or the setting that you were in at the time, so like, it never never feels like, oh, he's just talking just to hear himself talk, and let me, like, I'm not doing like I do with Diablo 3, where I'm like, hitting the the, the X or the circle button, just like, roll through dialogue. I'm just like, oh, yeah, because yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mel, you did a review for Hellblade on some website, right? Yeah, What's, yeah. What, what website might that what, have been? I don't you tell me. That? That's so weird. <laughs> Let's go ahead and shameless plug that shit. <laughs> if you guys want to read my Hellblade review, which is glowing, uh, it's actually on the Nerd901 website. There you go. And on my website at melodyclink.com, but seriously, I just link back to Nerd901. <laughs> it, is a phen- it's a phenomenal game. Yeah. Um, oh, the, the other thing I wanted to point out from earlier, this is a correction. Uh, this, this whole... World Serpent thing got me thinking, so I went and looked in my prose edda, which is the history of Norse mythology. Okay. Uh, Nerd. They actually, it looks like at one point they did merge the myth of uh, Jormungandr and Midgard Zolom. So actually, in the prose edda, it does indicate that the World Serpent took over as being Loki's second child. Oh, wow. So, so you're actually, what you were saying about the whole. Loki's child and the circle that you were talking about. Actually, according to the prose edda, that is correct. Have you ever heard the uh, the country song, I'm My Own Grandpa? That's all <laughs> I can think of now. I'm like, somehow Kratos is his son's 
son and he got sent back in time as a giant snake? I don't know. Well, yeah. I wanna, Every time I think that, I'm not even going to lie, I'm a massive Futurama fan. <laughs> nice. Every time I think of that, I think of Professor Farnsworth saying, shut up, you're your own grandpa. And Fry goes, I did do the nasty and the pasty. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, I'm just like, oh, I might, yep, you your own grandpa. Okay. So, so hey, Mel, have you, have you finished the Valkyries either? Uh, yeah. Okay. Like, Jacob and I went through. Jacob is my husband, you guys. He is my other God of War person in this house. And he's <laughs> pro. He's team Greek mythology. And I'm team Norse mythology. And we're going to figure out who wins. <laughs> the uh, yeah, initially I watched. I went through on his because he had already completed everything. And he stole my PS4 so he could do that. Uh, and I'm going to go ahead and tell you guys. Holy crap on these Valkyries. Dude, yeah. He got, he got to Sigrun, and I was like, so, <laughs> sir, I'm going to need you to not break that controller. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm scared. I'm so scared. Yeah, and I'm going to need you to have a uh, resurrection stone. Yeah. And Always have a resurrection stone. And full I've, rage wound. I've got anger issues, so I am already dreading fighting Sigrun, because fighting uh, was a Gondol that was in Muspelheim. Was it Gundir or Gundir or something? I was like, I, I, this is about, and again, this is my first Valkyrie fight, so I picked like the second hardest fight to be my yeah, first, which was not she's one of the harder ones. Yeah. Well, the thing is, I tell you what, if you go into you go to Niflheim and you kind of start that I'm place. going there next. I'm <laughs> dreading it. I'm dreading it. That 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 was the only part of this game that I was. That I was like, all right, this is this is grinding just to grind. It, it, it is very grindy, but uh, I will say the Valkyries are probably like like when, I mean, yeah, combat wise, yeah, very very Dark Souls in. But like when you get to those Valkyries, that's when you see the the full on like. Because I was like, damn, these these heifers have like patterns. And things yeah. that they do at set and learn, times. Learn those patterns you have and to learn le- the set times. Well, and you, and you got to be patient, except for when you first walk in the door. Like, when you first walk Go in the door, you run and fucking runic tag dude. I like hit two or three in every yep. cooldown. Yep. I'm yep. like, all right, let's go through all the axe ones. All right, let's go through all the the chains ones. Um, let's speaking the summons, yeah, the, <laughs> dude, the summons. I, I hit everything yeah. and I save the rage for when yep. I'm about to die. Yep, yep. yep. <laughs> and, you're, and that's a t- that's the exact same type like of a tactic to take for the the queen of the of the Valkyries because dude, mm. and then you'll you'll get to the where you're like you're, you're on the precipice of beating her and then she'll do the three of the cheapest moves you've ever seen in a video game in a row and then you're, like, hey, you're fucked you're does fucked. she do that damn disappear and stomp on you and yes. like yeah that, she that just like, does 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 like that. That. she also does a charge bitch. and she also does like you know the um one attack that that dark elf has that hurts you and blinds you yeah oh yeah. god she, she does, does that, that too that's, that's that shit fantastic i can't wait for that yeah, yeah it's another thank you not only that but she What's really bad is, you know, she has telegraphing for her moves. Like you guys yeah. are saying, she has a pattern. Except Sigrid will interrupt her own oh, yeah. pattern oh, yeah. to do other stuff. Oh, yeah. Like, you finally get her, oh my gosh, you get her to a sliver of health, and then she's like, I'm about to show you some fuckery. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's <laughs> like, she'll, she'll begin, you know, the, the spin forward move where she hits you with the wings. Yep. Like, she'll start that. And then she'll interrupt herself halfway through to do it again to you. And then she does it like in a full circle and it sucks you in. Yep, and then that is when murderous rampage of controllers 
Mm. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I am too. Only as not, sick as it sounds. I, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, as hard as it is... It's only chasing the platinum, man. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. As I'm hard getting it, that damn platinum. As hard as it is, it's still a lot of fun. Like, even though I died probably more times in that, in when that I, one fight than When anything. I finally beat Gondol or whatever in Muslim, I was like, fuck yes! Oh, yeah. I was just like, so I, I threw... That's when I finally threw my controller, but I was like, this is going to be a calculated throw. The couch is right there. There's pillows everywhere. <laughs> I'm going to kind of half throw it, but I was like, fuck! Yes, and that's how I'm gonna feel when I beat. Oh, I'm, when always, I beat. I'm always good with the Tiger Woods slash John Cena fist pump. Yeah, you know, the like, underhook. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, so I want to talk about a couple things before. Oh we, yeah, 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 go ahead. Yeah, before yeah. I forget, so we still we got to get to that scene, but I've I've got my notes here. I've got literally notes for days. Um, <laughs> one one thing that I wrote down here is the violence means so much more in this game than it did in the previous games. Like, God of War 3, they were like, yo, we got the power of the cell processor. Watch this. We're going to put you first-person mode as Poseidon when you're getting fucking destroyed by Kratos. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where... I think that is the scene that made a lot of people go, oh, God, I don't really know about Kratos because you're seeing him from the position of the guy getting fucking murdered, and you're like, Mm -hmm. this this ain't right. And then you've got, you know, taking Helios and ripping his head off, then you've got cutting the, 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 the leg off of of, of what's his uh, face her, and yeah, like Hermes. <laughs> so it's like that was so it was violence just for, and, and then whenever you would kill just one of the, the centaurs or whatever it was and you'd rip their, their guts out and stuff I was like this is just violence for violence sake I was really worried you were going to say something else with the centaur ripping off. No, no. They, you'd think they <laughs> went there. Um, I mean... But in this, game, in this game, it's like Kratos, like in God of War 3, it seems like after every fight, Kratos was just covered in blood. Mm-hmm. In this game, it's like it's so much more impactful. And, and also, there was that one part, this won't mean anything to Nick, but... In, I think it's when you're in hell the first time, and I haven't, I'm about to go back there, but they did a mm-hmm. replay of the end of God of War 3 yep, where yeah. it was like punch, 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 and I stopped mm-hmm. for a while. I was like, I'm just going to sit here because I feel like they don't want me to do what I did in God of War 3, and then nothing happens. I was like, all right, R1, 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 I just whap, 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 whap. So that was a cool callback and everything, yeah. but I just like the violence in this, like, I, I don't care about blood and everything. My kids aren't playing the game no matter what, but I'm like, mm-hmm. it's cool that, like, the blood matters in this mm-hmm. game. Like, if you're just ripping apart a, a Draugr, it's like, it's, there's just orange stuff going everywhere, and who cares? But it's like, when Kratos gets blood on him in this, it mm-hmm. really means something. And I just mm-hmm. like how they went away from just, we've got all the power of the PS4, let's just make it even more bloody and gory. And they didn't they didn't go that direction. They yeah. made it actually mean something. Yeah. I know, I love that. The, the difference is that this time around, Kratos isn't like a bloodthirsty killing machine bent on revenge. Yep. He really doesn't want to fight really anybody. He kind of just wants he to... He just wants to chill. Yeah, he, he wants to get to that mountaintop uh, do right by his by his, uh, his his dead wife and go back home. That's yep. really all he wants to do. He re- like fighting is something that happens if it must. Yep. Right. Yeah, because you can well, hear. And that calls back to uh, once uh, Atreus finds out his past, and Atreus yeah. is talking about man, is that all oh. gods are good for? Is you know, killing everybody, killing their fathers. Yes, all mm. all the mentions about killing their father. I'm like, fuck, Atreus is gonna kill Kratos <laughs> yeah. in a couple of games. Oh course, my god! And then that reveal course, at the end, know, yeah. The little fluttery, fluttery tapestry waves to the yep. side of the ocean. <laughs> 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 but, uh, yeah, you know, I love it, it. that's what makes it so much heavier. Is that he's literally talking about? Wow, is that all we do? Well, we I mean, kill people. Even when Atreus is like, 
you know, doing that, like he, because he's also kind of going through that little fit himself when he's like learning about what. Oh he my is. god, that was so well done. It was like I'm like you little shit. Like, are like, you serious? Like he, he made me hate him for yeah. like a like for, for like, like an, an hour, hour or something. Yeah. I was like, like an hour and a half, Atreus. I'm gonna kick your ass, you little <laughs> shit. Yeah, I don't care that you're my son. That's how I feel like about my kids sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 that's why it felt real. <laughs> yeah, like you little shit. Like just like, do what I'm like. I, I, I I told you this for a reason, and you're just going to disrespect well, me. Well, no, it's when he attacks the, the rock guardian thing. Yeah, yeah. When he does that, that's why I was like, all right, this is it. Yeah, I'm done with you. You little yeah. shit. I'm yeah. done or with he you. Kills, <laughs> he kills the other Thor kid. That too. Yeah. Right. right, and he didn't have to do that. And even that, even that's a that's a changed moment for Kratos. Mm-hmm. Kratos yeah. is like, don't do this. Yep. Old Kratos would have been like, yeah, just murder him. Right? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> like, you don't want to be what I used to be. Yep. Don't do this. And then he does it anyway, and that's that's a falling apart, which, man, I, this is going to trail off a little bit, but I, I really appreciate that so many games are getting off of my parent feels these days. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh I mean, how many times do, I, how many times do you cry in this it. game? Yeah. <laughs> And then Assassin's Creed Origins, which I'm telling you guys, hopefully y'all have played that game. I'm a, I'm a massive Assassin's Creed person. Uh, I got crotchety about Origins because they changed a bunch of stuff on that, just like they did in God of War 4. But for the better, oh my god, I tried to play the remaster of Rogue the other day, and I was like, well, I'm fucked. What is this? Um, What's this old stuff? Right? Um, I was like, oh god, no, I have to do this now? Oh, no, this is not good. But, um... In that, there's also a journey with the main character, Bayek, and his son. His son is much different than Atreus. Atreus is very independent. He's a little bit older than Bayek's son, which is very hard. It's not hard to pronounce, but it's weird to pronounce. His name is Klemu. K-H-E-M-U. That's Bayek's son in Assassin's Creed Origins. Yeah. But I'm, I'm thankful that people are starting to see the value in telling the story of family in a lot of this because Assassin's Creed Origins did it, God of War 4 did it. I mean, hell, even Gears of War did yep. it. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's just like our generation when we were kids playing video games. Now we're, we're becoming exactly. adult. we're adults and having yep. kids. So it's like, it's, it's just like movies and television is telling the perspective of the people who were looking up to the to the video games we played, and now they want to tell their story, like their video game story, yeah. and that includes a family or a deeper meaning other than just cutting off Zeus's head. Well, you I mean, probably you're gonna say something else. <laughs> I think even like uh, last time that uh, that uh, that me, you, and Sean were together uh, talking to Kevin together. here. Yeah. Um, you know, we were. I was telling them about how, like, oh yeah, you know, I'm reading like you know Batman and Superman right now, and it's like it's really funny because like they. I mean, Batman has had his son around for a while now, but like. I've never really been that big a Superman guy. And I started reading Superman, and it's like, oh, wait, he has a son now, and he's become, like, a million times more interesting as a result of that. And it's like... It's making hmm. the, the character more human. <laughs> yep. Like, yeah, you, you actually... When you insert that, you give them something to, like... Like, like someone else that has, like, an outside perspective that, you know, this character's never had. And it's like, oh, wow, there's layers here. Right. And it's like, and, and it's one of those things. You're seeing it more now in all these different medias. And, yeah, it's it's because, you know, it's people that like us that grew up, you know, with the same things we had. 
you know, and now they have kids, and it just so happens they're they're putting the media out that you know we're still consuming. It's like, oh wow, this is actually for the first time in a long time. I think a game actually grew up. Yeah. With me. Yeah. <laughs> Again, yeah. everything relates to Metal Gear. That's how I felt about Metal Gear Solid mm-hmm. 1 came around at the perfect time where I was at that point. I, I played it in like 2000, so I guess I was 19 years old. But mm-hmm. I was like, I had kind of fallen out of video games. I was like, I don't know that this is a thing for me anymore. And then I played Metal Gear Solid and I was like, well, video games have grown up. And this mm-hmm. is like playing a movie. And I, I've never heard of Hideo Kojima before, but now this is going to be my, my lord and savior. And he's just like, <laughs> man. <laughs> Death Stranding, please be good. (laughs) Please be an actual game. Don't just be like interactive cutscenes. Like Um, vaporware. Yeah. Um, The other thing, so can we talk about that scene? Can we talk about it? No, do it. Let's do it. Okay. So. (laughs) Deep breaths. So Atreus gets sick. You go back, you see the witch, and she's like, man. To save him, you gotta go to hell. And I didn't know what hell was in Norse mythology. And I'm like, oh, hell's cold? That's weird. And then Kratos, and she's like, man, your axe, like your frost axe, ain't gonna do shit in there. And he's like, oh, I know what I can do. And right then, every fucking hair on my body just went straight up. Now, I will say, I told this to Ernie. Yeah. I don't know about anybody else that has had this happen. I had this spoiled for me by the fucking game. I got a tip, a loading tip that said... I was always wondering what that was. I never asked you. It said... Yeah. This was like uh, before maybe the second or third patch came out. And it was mm-hmm. just a tip when it was a loading screen. It was like, hey, uh, by the way, the, blows of, the, the Blades of Chaos work great against like ice enemies. I was like, what the fuck was that? Are you fucking kidding me? I don't have the Blades of Chaos. Are you serious right now? It's like, yeah. <laughs> so I was so pissed, but... I don't know if you saw that mail. If it, I, I'm the I never or, saw it. I never, I never saw, saw it. it. So like when you oh said it, I was God. like, "But I've actually had that happen in another game." Yeah, I have actually so had that I, happen in another game. It, it broke my heart. But anyway, and I never saw it after that. God, so clearly they, they, they patched it they out. They had crazy. to patch it out. Oh, they did. So, they did. But even the, but when it got to that moment, and then you're you like you realize what's happening, and Kratos is like, "I've got to go back to my home." And then when he gets on that boat, and it's this, it's the only time you're in the boat where you don't control it, and he's just going there, and it's just Kratos, he's just sitting there with his thoughts, and everything is changing. Friggin', you get to the house, and Athena is there. When mm-hmm. Athena showed up, I was like, "I'm, I, I am going to just like nergasm everywhere. I cannot believe this is happening." But when when he pulls those, and what I didn't realize is if you go back to the very first when he's fighting the stranger at that time when he's fighting Balder when Atreus comes out after the fight's over when he comes out apparently Barlog said this on a podcast and I got I'm not going to start a new save yet but like when Atreus comes out of that hidden compartment they like they linger on like this cloth where the blades are in for like a half a second or something and it's like this is something you should pay attention to but it moves on I never noticed it Barlog, yes, I didn't either. Barlog said originally they had the blades glowing through the the cloth, and he's like, "This is way too obvious, guys. We got to take this out. Like, otherwise, it's not going to mean anything when we get there." But like, yeah, you know, I'm like, glad they did that. But then yeah. you get to the point where you get back to the house and everything, and Kratos gets those, and he he tells Athena, "Yeah, I'm a monster, but I'm not your monster anymore." It's like, "Yeah, fuck yeah, you did, fucking Athena!" And then he opens that door, and you've got all the the hell droggers that are there, and I'm like. Oh my god, this these are like I'm actually gonna be able to use these. It's not a cutscene or something, and you mm-hmm. just fucking mow everybody down. And I will say, I don't know how 
Santa Monica, Sony, Barlog, everybody involved kept them a secret. I will. Mm-hmm. That's incredible. I don't know. I, I feel so. I'm pissed off at some of these video game websites out there that, that basically. Or like Conan. Conan did the Clueless Gamer thing. Yeah. And in his Clueless Gamer thing, that he's going all around with the fucking Blades of Chaos. I'm like, why would you let him do yeah, that? Because like, none don't of the marketing for the game that. says yes. anything about no. it. Like, I assumed there was a chance we might get them, and Sean still doesn't know. So, Sean, God, I hope you're not. I hope you're not listening. But I'm like, as a fan of God of War, that was like, it's 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 cool that we've got the axe and all this other stuff. But as soon as I got those blades of chaos, I was like, felt like I came home. Oh my god! I it. just I just like this is one of the best like 15, 20 minute scenes in video games that I can remember oh, in a long, long time. And it just blew it. It blew my mind. I got goosebumps everywhere, and I still when I think about it, I'm just like, <laughs> even with that, like having the blades. If I did like everyone to do a, a screenshot like you would now with yep. photo you, you almost have like, to like do face it so the camera and stuff. so yeah. they'll see the chains on the arms like that's a kind of a spoiler so yeah. I mean yeah well like the just the fact like he kept like reaching towards like yes. his wrist like Where he would like points. retape them and stuff yeah and, yeah. <laughs> and it's like I was like because when you said something to me about it I was like I, was like, I haven't seen anything about it and then when it happened I was like I was like, oh, oh shit! Yeah, and then the thing that like really kind of let me know, I was like, I think I, I, I was like, I think what Kevin was telling me about is about to happen because <laughs> I, I'm 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 an RPG player by nature, so yeah. like I'm a grinder. Yeah, I just hang out in areas and fight enemies just because because yeah, it's gri- fun to me. I'm a grinder when it comes to fighting games. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say you 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 750 put... hours in Injustice. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like he's probably gonna buy the, the 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 game of the year edition just so he can do it all over again. God, no. But uh, but no. Um, I actually started finding uh, Helldrager. Yeah. in just the regular world. You're like, I gotta I fight, fight these fight guys them. with my fists or something? Yeah. yeah, and I was like, I was getting wrecked. And like, so I was like, you know what? Let me just continue on the story and just see what happens. And they were like, oh yeah, you gotta get a new weapon. I was like, hmm, makes sense now all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, dude, when you get those blades back, it is like, it didn't even take me two seconds to get back in the swing of like, you know, no pun intended, but the swing of, you know, <laughs> working the blades of chaos, and, and they, it just was beautiful. They work. Like, I was like, oh, God, maybe with this new perspective and mm-hmm. this new comment stuff, maybe it's not going to work. Because it's normally kind of like when you're saying it almost like, kind of almost like top down almost, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, and... and kind of like, you got to back up a yeah. little bit. And also, I like that the upgrade trees for that, they brought back every move that I remember mm-hmm. from the old God of War games. I was like, this is... It's, it's the perfect mix of like... You got to remember where you came from. Mm-hmm. Um, and speaking of that, one other thing, one other issue I do have is that we still don't know how the hell Kratos went from. Uh, sorry, Nick. Where how God of War three ended? Again, you're not spoiling anything for me. How it ended mm-hmm. to how he actually got to Scandinavia. Not everything needs yeah. to be explained. No. I get that, but I'm like, I still, I just want to like. It doesn't have to be in the game, but I want Corey to be like, well, th- he survived and th- he washed up on the shore. So I just want to know. How he got to Scandinavia, well, basically. You know, originally he was actually supposed to go to Egypt. Yeah. Yes. And they said that the reason why they... Because you go to the end, they show those different yep. symbols. Because yep. they said there was a, it was Egyptian mythology, Norse mythology. Chinese. I think it was Chinese mythology. And maybe... Roman? Well, I think maybe... Ro- maybe Roman. But I remember he said originally Egyptian mythology was supposed to be what this game was. But he said it didn't make sense yeah. that if Kratos yep. wanted yep. to get away from his past, it would be kind of ridiculous to just go. Because he's like, cause basically going from Greece to Egypt is about the equivalent of going across the street. Right, right. And he was like, you'd want to go even further to get away from your past. 
But that was what kind of made me, like, that's why I was kind of curious about where this game is going to go. Because I was like, well, are we going to stay in Norse mythology? Before I got to the end of the game, clearly. But I was like, are we going to stay in Norse mythology? Are we going to bounce around? Or is there going to be, like, some mixing of mythologies? Are we, because they they do kind of throw out that nod that Tyr could go to all the different Mm -hmm. realms. And I was like, so basically, is is that the end game here? Are we trying to get the power to do what Tyr could do? And you know, maybe say at the same time dealing with the Norse lands, go to you know Egypt or China or you know any of these other places. But uh, they don't. Yeah, it's kind of weird how they don't really dig too deep into you know, how he got there. Yeah. Like did he just wander the land like Cato or something right. until like he just mysteriously wound up in you know Scandinavia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one of the questions I asked. I mean, as soon as it said it's going to be with the Norse, I mean, I was ecstatic, Mm -hmm. but uh, my husband and I immediately were like, okay, but... (laughs) But how? How do we do that? (laughs) What I said to literally everybody that would listen and have this conversation with me (laughs) is that (laughs) at least it's easy to get from Greek mythology to other places because Mount Olympus is a real thing. Yeah. Right. You know, so mm-hmm. what I assumed they would do is you can come theoretically down from the godly Mount Olympus to the actual Mount Olympus and be on Earth. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't, I didn't, you know, direct the game, so I can't tell you, <laughs> you know, if that's their jam or not. But at least for me, I was like, oh well, Mount Olympus is a real place. Which I'm gonna I'm gonna throw out there to you guys. My debut novel, God Eater, has a lot to do with Greek and Norse mythology, and uh, Mount Olympus was almost actually in the book, but it took a hell of a lot to get there, uh, so I cut it. But that that's actually why I know so much about how hard it is to get from like Mount Olympus to mm-hmm. anywhere that has Norse mythology is because I had to figure it out. Mm-hmm. But, nice. Um, that, that's what I thought as I was like, well, I mean, at least Mount Olympus is like An is a real place. Yeah. Right. You know, so maybe he kind of didn't destroy, he might have destroyed what he knew as the world. Right. But it might have been the world. The world of the gods, but not maybe so much the world of like man. Right. Per yeah. se. Or the rest of the world. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Which I mean, makes sense now. Yeah. I, it even makes sense why the Norse gods are like, why the hell are you here? Yeah. <laughs> kind of going back to the Blades thing, as someone who didn't play the games, you know, even I understood, like, how important they were right. to the character of Kratos, because of course that was his, like, main weapon. But I agree, like, the way that they, they told the story of just getting the goosebumps, like, because you eventually figure it out as he's on the boat and he's getting closer to home like alright he's going back for something that he and you know he's always checking his wrists and his arms like mm-hmm. he's going back for something that he has been wanting to get away from a long time and it just keeps calling him back that's why I love the name of the trophy like why fight it yeah because it's you know like oh, you discover the blades because it's like why I love fight you, it because I love you Corey Barton because you're going to oh, need him so I, I love that too I thought it was great it, storytelling it, there's a lot of good like just it, like just imagery, iconography, you know, just all this callbacks to the to the original games. There's just a lot of it, and it's like even some stuff I didn't remember. I was like, oh, wait a minute, 
I remember this now. I was like, this is I'm I'm back in, you know. I'm yeah. not um even even having not touched a God of War game in quite some time, it was just like, oh yeah, this is this is legit. It's like it's made me want to go back and play some of them, but it's like, man, I, I'm gonna have a hard time with that for a while. Yeah, like I, I, was, I was I was telling Ernie uh, the the Thursday before God of War came out, I was like. I'm going to fire up God of War 3 remaster on the PS4. I'm going to play through it. And I did like the first hour or so. I got through uh, until you get down to hell. I didn't go all the way, or I mean to Hades. I didn't fight Hades. I stopped when you get to the uh, uh, Persephone's chamber where you got to do the little puzzle where you go up the tree mm-hmm. on each side do all that. I was like, I'm tired. I don't feel like doing this. But now I was like, I don't know how, as much as I love those games, it's going to be tough to go back. Did I? Uh, see, now I have to go back. There, you, you should go back you should. because you've never experienced yeah. them yet. Yeah. Well, like, I was reaching into, like, the my little game drawer because I was putting something back. And, like, I like I happened to see the 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 collection on PS3. Oh, yeah. And I was like, I was like, mm, no, I can't do it. I was like, I can't do it. I've come too far. <laughs> I can't go backward. Yeah. Uh, not not because they're not good. They're, they're dead. Like, God of War 1 is the one I won't play again, at least up to a point. Because yeah. that, once you get to the spike, the spike box trap room thing, I'm, I'm done. The game doesn't exist to me anymore past that point. <laughs> I, and then, like like Mel was saying at the very beginning, I mean, going through the, the, the spinning spike wall mm-hmm. thing, I'm like, every time I get either. there, I'm like, oh, I, just, I should just quit. I know how this ends. I should just stop. I don't like that either. You know, it's so funny that you guys are saying that. I Because I feel this camaraderie about this, this very thing. I always harp about replayability. Mm-hmm. Like... I used to work in the gaming industry, and I it, I was all about that replay value. Except now, I won't even go back and play this stuff. <laughs> like, like, I'm a huge Final Fantasy person. I have Final Fantasy summon you know tattoos. Like I'm I'm in it. If I have to be in for anything, Ernie knows. Mm, oh he yeah. Went me, he went with <laughs> me through the Final Fantasy 13 era. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> oh god. I love the feeling that the old games give me, like the old God of Wars. I'm like, yeah. And you remember when this happened? And then I'll like, I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna play that. I told my husband that. I said, you know what? I'm gonna go. Re- I'm gonna go play God of War. And I turned that shit on, and I got in for a minute, and I was like, oh, yeah, I'm not doing that. Yeah, turn that that's shit not, off. <laughs> not, not, not doing that. That's not. That's not gonna happen. Turn so, that shit off. Um. <laughs> be honest i do that i do that with with all of my favorites like mm-hmm. we bought the remastered edition of the Ezio collection for assassin's creed i turned mm-hmm. it on and it was like move your left foot as baby Ezio, and i was like well i'm done <laughs> nope. you know nope. same thing with the yeah. final fantasy games i'll get that hankering that deep nostalgic feeling and then i'm like turn on the game and I'll get like five minutes into it and remember how obnoxious some of it is and I'm just like oh, okay um, yeah well, we're just gonna watch that shit on YouTube. Yeah. It's gonna be cool. <laughs> yeah. Look, no, ev- everyone at this table knows how much I love Persona. Mm-hmm. I'm even wearing a Persona Five shirt yep. as we speak. And when I beat the game, the first thing I did was like, "Man, I want to play it all over again, all 150 some odd hours." And I got like up to the first boss and have not gone back to that game since then. I think that's exa- <laughs> I think that's what it is though. I think it's now these games have gotten so big where it's like 
I, I just on, on a work trip I just played Zelda 1 on my 3DS and I mm-hmm. play Zelda 1 at least once every year I mean it's 6-7 hours it's one of my favorite games of all time it's so easy to go back to but that's again 6-7 hour game these games now because the, you feel like the, these developers feel like we gotta give you all these side quests we gotta give you all these hundreds of hours <laughs> to, to feel like you get your money's worth that it's tough to go back and play these games like my favorite game of all time is Metal Gear Solid 3 um that was so good. I don't think That's anything. Jam, dude. Nothing, Mel. You're okay with me. I don't think anything. <laughs> nothing will ever top it. No. Um, I still remember the first time I said, "Holy shit!" I'm, I mean, spoiler alert. Holy shit! I'm big boss. Like up until mm-hmm. then, no. like IGN, everybody was like time travel. There was all this weird stuff in Metal Gear. You never know what's true. But when he and I warned you the title, Big Boss. I just fucking lost. I cried my oh, eyes no. out. But like, I, I can replay Metal Gear Solid Three anytime. But that's one of the most recent games that I feel that way about. I, like, that's one of the few I can do, too. Yeah. it's But once you get into these games that are like 25, 30, 40, 50 hours, like, as much as I love Horizon, and I know it's got a new game plus mode, I'm like, uh, I just don't think I'm going to start it yeah. over, you know? It's right. it's tough to have the, the replay value. They, these games now, they've gotten so big that it's just really tough to go back and, like, well, games even, the last 10 years, I'd say, really. Yeah. Well, even yeah. this game, even this game is long. Tell you, one of the only games... <laughs> I have ever um, done that with, and it, it might actually be the only game that I've ever done that. Oh, no, that's a lie already. Uh, Dragon Age Inquisition. I played that oh, game yeah. for about 120 hours, literally when it came out. Uh, Bioware is my jam. Mm-hmm. Uh, played Dragon Age Inquisition, beat the game. And literally in my Xbox Live party, I was like, man, you guys, that was really fantastic. I'm going to play that again. I literally restarted Dragon Age as soon as the credits were done. And I played through it a second time. Oh, wow. I, did, I did it too. Wow. <laughs> I mean, at, least, at least in Dragon Age, mm-hmm. uh, much like all of the Bioware games, there are two ways to go. Yeah. So I did change my story up some, but that is one of the only games, the only other game I've done like that, how can I even not mention this, is Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Woo! That Symphony of the Night. Uh, <laughs> it was, it was, uh, Nick, Nick posted about it too on Twitter when they did the, like, my four core games or whatever yeah, yeah. it was. Symphony of the Night, I have an entire PlayStation 1 memory card dedicated to it. I have completed it upside down <laughs> and backwards. I think Literally. that was one of mine too. <laughs> Symphony of I the mean, Night. <laughs> like, yeah, that's one of the only games I've ever done like that. So I have a tremendous amount of hours in Symphony of the Night and a lot of hours in Dragon Age Inquisition. Um, but yeah, I mean, exactly what exactly what you were just saying is like we've gotten to the point where everything's an epic, mm-hmm. and, and that's not a bad thing because no. that's that's my genre of game. Yeah, because um, yeah, once you beat it, you almost don't even have to go back to it. But it's just like. It's like you, but the thing is, it does. It's a good thing that you want to go back to yeah. it, even if you can't actually. As long as they trigger the feeling, mm-hmm. yeah. that's that's what I like. Like exactly what you guys are saying. Like the moment Kratos was like, "So I have to dig up part of my past to help us move forward in this situation," which is ultimately what he's doing. He's he's dating mm-hmm. it. Yeah, he's right. Like, he's like, it's. it's a brilliantly disguised way for you to get your hands on the Blades of Chaos. Yep. Mm-hmm. But it's to it's to finish what he started. Right. I have got to address this part of my past 
just like he has to tell Atreus, it, like, I have to address this part of my past for us to be able to move on, and it's that kick-ass callback, but as long as you can trigger that nostalgia, that's, that's what makes the moment even bigger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. 100% I mean, agree. Yeah. I mean, because if you can't do that, and some, some gaming companies are not good at that, like, I love Square Enix. Uh, I love Final <laughs> Fantasy. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna rip off Final Fantasy 13 right now. But one of their best games is one of the most underplayed, and that is Final Fantasy 7 Crisis Core. Yeah. Because you have to play seven for Crisis Core to have any value. <laughs> you it's do. You really game. do. <laughs> just, just like with Chains of Olympus and Ghosts of Sparta. Yes, they technically come first. But the weight's not you there. Don't have exactly like yeah. You don't care as much about what's happening because you're like, okay, I don't know why you keep telling me yeah. these things because I don't know. Them. Yeah. <laughs> why are we making all these references to people I've killed already? Right. <laughs> and they're, like, they're like, hold up now. Yeah. So. And, and I don't. Anyway. Rem- I don't remember. Was there references to Demos before Ghost of Sparta? I no. feel like there was. Maybe like maybe they had a brother, but I don't know. If they ever said the name Demos, but that's like Ghost of Sparta hit me so hard. I just love that that story and everything. I don't think they. Ha- I mean, if they did, they had to be very veiled. It was just like a passing thing. Yeah, around. like it had to be veiled if they um, did anything. So the only other thing I want to talk about because I know we're probably getting close to wrapping up. Mm-hmm. I, the game is not perfect. I do have some cons, and maybe mm-hmm. we can all talk about the, the cons that we had for the game. Because mm-hmm. um, all I've been talking about is pros this whole time. <laughs> it's a lot of pros. I love a lot of pros. I thought the upgrade trees were kind of confusing and boring mm-hmm. in this for the weapons and stuff. Again, like I said, once you got the blades, then I'm like, every, every move I've ever done is here. This is awesome. Mm-hmm. So that was... I think the map is the worst part of this game. The map mm-hmm. sucks. It's confusing. Yeah. You ha- it's hard to tell like your Kratos icon which way you're facing. Yeah. You can't just set a you can't just set a waypoint wherever you want to go. I'm yeah. fine with the way the compass works mm-hmm. and stuff. That that's once you're actually playing the game, but the waypoint system sucks. Um, where can I fast travel to? Where can exactly. I fast travel to? Yeah. The, so, and the fast travel doesn't work for a long yeah. Yeah. It's as far as going to other places right. other than back yeah. to yeah. The, the main the shop. shop. Yeah. And, and also, when it comes to the, the Nornir chests, mm-hmm. fuck those bell-ringing chests. <laughs> those things can kiss my freaking fat ass and just die in a fire. I am so sick. It took, I spent, when I was texting you last night, it took, like, I'm, I'm pointing at Nick, it took me 10, 12 minutes to do this one, this this chest outside of, it was in uh, Alfheim. Um, I know you what you're to, talking about. You throw one, you turn around, throw another one, then you gotta run over the light bridge and go over yeah. here, and there's a big boulder in the way, and you've got, you have to do it Perfect to get that throw to hit that bell. When I finally got it, I was happy because I was I was trying to get the trophy for filling up my rage. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's really my. I think only, that's the one I have to go get. Those are my only complaints with the game. Are, are those three things: the map, those bell chests, which is really just me being a whiny little little bee, and then just the <laughs> the. Uh, um, the, the upgrade trees were just fine, and mm-hmm. and by the end of the game, you have so much XP and 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 uh, what the hell are they called uh, hack silver oh, that hack you silver, can just yeah. get whatever yeah. you want. Um, oh yeah, I'm overloaded. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's ridiculous. So so again, no game is perfect, but no. what what did everybody think were some of their their negatives for this game? Uh my mine was the boat travel for mm-hmm. for for a good portion of the first half of the game. Mm-hmm. Once we got. Mirror, uh, mirror. That was a little bit more better. Yeah, everyone's mirror, mirror. Um, because then you're getting this more of the story, but just the, uh, you know, the 
the boat travel here to the other side of the lake to get to the other side of the lake, and then uh, Kratos is playing, tells some stupid ass story Tell about Aesop's a horse. Fables. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like all that stuff. Like it's funny coming from him, but at the same time, I was like, if I could just maybe put a motor on the back of this boat and get <laughs> to the fear. other side of the island that I need to get to, that I could save some time. Like that kind of yeah. that kind of waved on my nerves earlier on, but once we got the head, I was a little bit better going that way. Um. Like I said earlier, Nilfheim can suck my ass. I'm so that's that I'm, place sucks so much. I, I'm going back to to hell now because I got to get my artifacts there. So I'm going to do that. And that was one of the mm-hmm. other things I like is that if you want to get the platinum, they force you to revisit these other realms. Yeah, mm-hmm. and everything has changed, and you yep. get more dialogue and all this other stuff. So that's what I was going to say. But after I do Hellheim, I'm going to Nilfheim. After yeah. I'm just uh, Nilfheim's a bitch. I'm going to yeah. be honest. Yeah, I'm with not you. looking forward to it. Yeah, that that place sucked because. Of the, of having to like beat the mist or the gas or whatever, and it's just continuously sucking down health, and so you get worried like, okay, can I move past the next puzzle and open another chest and fight all these people, or do I go ahead and like go and bank my stuff now? Mm-hmm. You know, like, and so it, it's a strategy. And it's, it's kind of fun, but at the same time, it's like that's and then the, how the much Dark Souls ha- element of the yeah, game, and right like how much you swing. have to get to open these the certain like tears in the in the realm. Mm-hmm. It's just like why? It's, pretty, it's pretty high. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, Niflheim is not my my favorite place in the world, but actually, my probably the one the one thing in the game that actually kind of chaps my ass, and, and and it's it's such a small thing. It's a quality of life thing. Um, when you travel bet- between realms. I hate how long it takes. Well, it's a loading screen. Yeah, it's, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, no. I totally get that. It's, it's a loading screen. That doesn't really... Sum- I mean, I I understand it, but it's just like, because there is no loading, like, yeah. like a traditional loading yeah. screen, a lot of times I'm just like... I really wish I could just walk up to the door. If you said... And just stand just at the door. Walk through the door. If you just stand, yeah. if you just stand, loads, if you yeah. just stand there... It will load like within three feet of you. You just mm-hmm. barely walk. So, yeah. I mean, but I, I kind of get you on that. Like I rather just get a loading screen so I can either like get up and go use the restroom real quick, or grab <laughs> another drink or whatever. Instead of having like we kind of bank on those, right? Yeah. Instead of us like having to continuously run down this hallway and then the the kids lost somewhere and you're shouting like I fuck I can't hear you. You know I'm old. You know like. <laughs> so yeah, I agree. So, like, yeah. The, the, the the loading screen of the of traveling mm-hmm. through the realms is kind of kind of like listen. It's just it's pissy. a it's, it's like as you said there you walk up to the thing you you you, you put your key up there and you select what realm you want to go to and it's like oh i want to go to muspelheim and it's like all right well now it's doing this thing and it's fluttering stuff in the air and it's like the first two or three times i was like oh my god that's awesome and then like every other time i'm just like all right i i'm gonna go do something not only that <laughs> but it's it's like when the first thing happens when the fluttering and everything i'm like okay now we're done and then you're like i go to walk over there i'm like i can't walk across the room and that's actually goes, what it bumps me. Well, bam! And then it does yeah. the big flashlight. And I'm like, and oh, Jesus. Okay, I can jump across a fire pit. Why can't I jump yeah. across this thing? That's actually the part that bothers me. That yeah. is actually the that is actually all of the part of that that bothers me. Yeah. It's yeah. like I don't I don't like that part. But yeah. I mean, beyond that, then, then the thing I mentioned earlier about like when you uh, when you start getting resurrection stones and you die. Uh, certain enemies have abilities that can actually negate your resurrection stone. It's not intentional, but like, say you're fighting a Valkyrie, the one that can do the foot stomp on you. If oh. if she does that at just the right time, 
you can't you can use your resurrection stone. Does she's gonna keep stomping your ass? Well like you know she blocks Atreus from actually okay. getting to you. So by the time she gets off and he like comes over and he'll you'll literally see him like doing the thing and he'll get ready to do right here and then he'll they'll oh, be loading screen and I like it, it's happened to me a few times it, it's it's not the worst thing in the world but it's like it's once again it's one of those things like man I kind of wish that they would have like thought about that and just made it where like if you press the square button you wake up you, yeah. you, you go yeah. ahead now, I mean you can still do the the, the the scene but just don't let the enemy keep me from doing right. it correct yeah that to me is kind of garbage but like once again those are really like only two things that like like are like that are just like oh my god this gets on my nerves yeah. everything else I'm just kind of like if it, even if it's a minor thing I'm just like whatever I don't care right um, what about you Mel uh, for me I mean I didn't have too many gripes about it I did think that the map the map thing was obnoxious and I thought the waypoints were obnoxious in fact I, it very much reminded me of the irritating clunky system for Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Yeah, with, yeah. It's, with yeah. its map, I'm like, holy fuck! This waypoint is useless. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't. I didn't even use them in uh, Breath of the Wild. I didn't. I didn't use them either. Dude, I, 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 like, mean, I put down the purple spotlight. And I'm like, I, I don't. I don't know what the hell that is. What am I even like? I missed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I just went exactly. places. <laughs> right. Just like I was like, you know what, dude? I'm just gonna go to the quest marker. Like these, these waypoints are useless. So that was irritating. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm mellowing a little, but I didn't really. Uh, the rest of the stuff was like minor inconveniences. Now that bullshit with the Valkyries, that oh, yeah. fuck right off. Yeah. <laughs> like, like that. That can just get straight on the hell out of here. But yeah. I mean, yeah. Everything was like little things, or or things uh, kind of actually similar to the Valkyrie thing, in which I'm pretty sure my husband was going to murk my PS4 about. <laughs> is is when your doesn't quite work as intended when oh you throw it. Oh my god, it. yes. Oh yeah, yes. Know, Like, sometimes, you know, even if you aim it... Now, I mean, of course, I've been a gamer my whole freaking life. I understand, you know, character mapping and things like that, and if the... Got an arc, doesn't it, the got that drop. Yep. And, and what have you, but if I'm about to nail you directly in the face, mm-hmm. and that axe does not go directly into your face, but is going to spin in the space between you and your face and me, <laughs> just like, and I mean, I'm telling you, dude, my husband was just like, I mean, sitting, I'm sitting over on the couch, all of our stuff is in the same room, because we're decade-old married nerds like that, um... I'll be sitting over there playing my Xbox or whatever, and he's over there, and he's like, I just threw the fucking axe at your face! <laughs> Why is it not working? Or, you know, if it's supposed, if it's supposed to stun, <laughs> and this monster can be stunned, but then it just, like, doesn't, doesn't yeah. stun them. Yeah, I don't like or that even, at all. <laughs> even kind of like back to, to Kevin's trope about the, the bells, it's like, I threw the, the freaking... Axe at the bell and it like, gets wedged between the bell and the. It's like some yeah, like the the concrete thing that's around the yeah, bell. I'm like, like no, oh. fuck you, because when I threw that, it did like not the, just the, the aiming icon, but it the aiming icon with the two or three things. So yeah. it's like mm-hmm. you're going to hit the bell and then it hits the concrete yeah. thing. I'm like, no, fuck you. My thing was actually hitting the the side so I could so I could lodge the axe in a place mm-hmm. and then walk away and and get it to hit the bell when it was coming back to me. Yeah. That was yep. the part that used to piss me off because yeah. like there were times where I could get my axe to stay in something and there were other times where it wouldn't and yeah. I was like okay I was like yeah. y'all know y'all are fucking with me now <laughs> it's, just, 
to me, I start getting all logical and shit. And I'm like, okay, you can stick it that concrete, but you can't stick it this concrete. It's like, how does that work? Like, it's concrete. It's like, <laughs> fucking concrete. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just the logic of video game. Like, I can jump over a lava pit, but I can't jump. That's you know. the same thing. You walk up against a right. root, and Kratos is like, I'm stuck. I can't get over this thing. I'm yeah. going to tell you. But again, that's that's the Breath of the Wild in me that's yeah. like, fuck. Like, these open world games are forever ruined because Breath of the Wild, you see something, if you got the stamina, okay, go for it. Climb it. You know? Whereas in this, it's like, Kratos is a fucking, he's a literal god. And he's like, oh, walk up. Oh, this bush is in the way. Nope, can't get over it. I guess I gotta go. I'm like, no, fuck you. Just, no, you just put it down it. or something, man. And I know it's video games, but it's just like in a post Breath of the Wild world that will it, it, it frustrated me in Horizon too. He literally lifted the arm of a of a of a giant, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can't move a mountain. Yeah. He killed Zeus, for God's yeah, sake. Like, like, I mean... Well, dude, I yelled that stuff so much. It's like, like every time he's like, oh, I don't think I can do that. I'm like, excuse me, bro, we literally took down like, an entire pantheon. In, in a game. Okay. In a single like, game, mind you. Like, we, killed, we killed all those Greek fuckers, remember? Mm, like, that's... Like, you gonna tell me that that bush is in the way? That's another... <laughs> Another thing I love, uh, completely off topic, but not really, because it's got to work, is how Atreus would just be like, wow, was that real heavy? And he's like, yes, boy, that was yeah. heavy. It's just so good. They're, but they're, the, they're out there. I've seen them. And also... <laughs> But that's Boy. why it was so good. Uh, I forgot to talk about this earlier, but that, that one time when he finally calls him son. And I think it's mm. when you're about to go up the, the stairs at the very end of the game. Yep, he yeah. actually calls him son. I was like... Now I catch myself like calling my son boy. I call... When they piss me off, I'm like... Boy? Boy? I'm like, oh, God. I told you to pick up the freaking... I call him boy so much, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm Kratos. But am I good Kratos or bad Kratos? (laughs) Or am I Triple H Kratos? (laughs) Well, you know, I think think it was you was talking to on Twitter. (laughs) There's the part where uh, Atreus is apologizing for uh, for doing something wrong. And he's like, he's like, I'm sorry. And he's like, don't be sorry. Be better. It's so good. And I was like, like, I've literally said that to my stepdaughter, like, on the regular. (laughs) Like, like, stop being, you you keep... Oh, you need to just stop and just I, be better. I, <laughs> go ahead. I know. I was just gonna say it'll never be as as big as there's no try, there's only do. But it's no. almost like that's because God of War will never be obviously as big as Star Wars. But I'm like, it's one of those things where it's like, it's 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 kind of on that level. Just to me personally, where it, I, I just I well, love I mean, it. But I, it'll was, never catch on mainstream. Obviously, I was gonna say it's similar to the exact same thing with Inspire Man Homecoming, where he's telling you know. Peter Parker saying he wants to be like Tony Stark and Tony Stark's like, why would you be better? Right. So, yeah, right. I get it. Which, that's actually been a big, talking about family, yeah. like family dynamics, that's actually been, uh, like, they did it in Spider-Man Homecoming, they did it on this on the first season of uh, Black Lightning, they did it on, they've done it on all these different media, and I'm like, dude, it is, what a time to be not only a nerd, but a parent. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> But um, well, but yeah, I know we're going along in the tooth here, so I'm going to ask a quick question. Go ahead. And just yes or no, so that you don't have to get any explanation. But um, do we get any DLC for this game, or do you think they're just going to? No, Corey said there's absolutely no okay. DLC, and I trust him. He said mm-hmm. basically everything that like when people asked him about, well, what about this world? He said. I've I've planned on five mm-hmm. games, so yeah. he, he said unequivocally because he has been so hundred percent. Um, 
behind the single player mm-hmm. game that, and he's talked about it on podcast too yep. like like he remembers back in the day where you would buy a, a Genesis cart or a PS1 or a PS2 game or an Xbox or original Xbox game and you get that disc that's the game there's no patches now, obviously mm-hmm. they've patched it because you want to patch it and stuff but like there's no DLC there's no nope. extra stuff like the game is what comes on the disc or the cart and he is all about that that what comes next will be God of War 2 or Five or what I don't call even it? know. God of War. Start pulling yeah. Assassin's Creed yeah. numbers exactly. and just like, exactly. like <laughs> God of War Thor, yeah. like Battlefield <laughs> Battlefield One, and it's like the seventh Battlefield game. I don't know. It's like how? Right. I mean, if they made DLC for the game, would I buy it? I'd buy yes. it in a heartbeat. Oh, dude, without I'd buy it in a fucking heartbeat, <laughs> without question. <Yeah. laughs> but, but. The, the but there is that I do appreciate the fact that he is championing yeah. single player games, no DLC, because in this world we live in where DLC and, and essentially people, companies holding your game hostage game. Yeah. at the cash oh, register. Yeah, <laughs> for real. Like, like literally, like you're piecemealing the game out to me like $5, 10 15 20 at a time. I do not appreciate that. Final Fantasy 15. Uh, well, and, uh, or, or uh, like, like freaking buy the season pass, and we won't tell you what's in it. Huh? Fuck you. Oh uh, no, because uh, if I would have bought that season pass for Arkham Knight when it originally came yeah. out, I would have been pissed. Yeah, because that that I mean, there was some good DLC in there. I bought the Batgirl and I bought Red Hood, but yeah. I, I like both of those. Ooh. But that was less than the season pass, and yeah. I got all that I wanted. I so. think I got it when it was on sale, so okay. it was like I think it was like fifteen or twenty bucks. Okay. So I was like, this is reasonable. Yeah, this is reasonable right now, but. but but no, I don't believe in buying season passes for games ahead of time anymore. And if I buy DLC for a game, it's going to be for a game that was already complete. I'm just buying the DLC because I want more of that game. That's right. what Horizon yeah. was for me. Like yeah, Horizon Zero, uh, like Horizon Spider-Man. Zero Dawn, uh, Borderlands, um, uh, The Witcher Three. Like those games, those are all complete games. They don't require any DLC whatsoever. You know, DLC whatsoever. I just I do it because it's like hey. I love this game. I want to keep playing it. Yeah. And and that's it. If he says no more DLC, I am 100% behind him. I, and one thing, one bone I will pick, it was my game of the year last year, and it was one of the hardest decisions I've ever made. And that's pathetic to say, but like Breath of the Wild was like one, and Horizon was one, like mm-hmm. just one A. I forgot mean, Breath of the Wild had DLC. And they locked hard mode behind a DLC. That was one thing I had a problem with. I'm like, that that's that's BS, Nintendo. Come on. Um, I didn't care about the the Cave of Trials or whatever, and then the the story DLC. That's fine, yeah. but to lock hard mode behind DLC, I'm not going to play because I ain't that good at video games. But like, <laughs> that's that's just BS to me. See, what you do is you just go get the Master Sword and the Hylian Shield early. <laughs> These speedrunners on Breath what, of the Wild. I'm like, that's what oh I did. my god! Did you really? I got the Hylian Shield early, and I got those. I I, I realized you could get the Master Sword early, okay. so I went back. I read. I did the quest so I could. Uh, um, uh, swap my hearts and stamina around. Okay. Went back, got 13 hearts, got the Master got Sword, and, and then went on right my business. Okay. I was like, I don't have to worry about shit breaking anymore yep. now. <laughs> <laughs> now this game is perfect. <laughs> so, Mel, I'm going to assume you agree with the, the other guys about the DLC. Um, I, I, I guess so. Like, <laughs> it, it, really, it really seems like we would I mean, he is pretty adamant about this, and again, that's one of those things I like because I, again, crotchety gamer. I might as well change my gamer tag to crotchety gamer <laughs> because I'm, I'm 
constantly like, do you remember when we played Sega Genesis games? Because <laughs> yeah. the know. games were actually hard. And, and they were all on there, and there was no backseas. <laughs> I very much appreciate that he's trying to champion that, but it, in, inside my heart, the one that hasn't been murdered by the outcomes on Game of Thrones, I'm quite hopeful. <laughs> that there's some D- just a little bit of DLC? I'm hopeful. Uh, I mean, if he's to be taken at his word and not being mysterious, yeah, then, then we know the answer. But I don't yeah. know. There's something in me that's like, okay, but I mean, can you like open something? Yeah, I, I think I agree with you. I, 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 I do think that if we're gonna believe the guy who you know has been at this series for this for his basically half of his life, then sure, there probably won't be any. But right. in, in my heart of hearts, I think I just want maybe. A little bit more, other than like grinding out the platinum. My, yeah. my my honest answer would be: at first, I'd be like, "God damn it, Corey, you're the same as everybody else." And then I'd be like, "But at least it's this game." Okay, yeah. here's, here's my money. Yeah. Just take my money. Yeah, I like you. Yeah, yeah. just take my money. Yeah. <laughs> so if that's if anything you can take away from this podcast is that uh, we like family and we like Corey Barlock. <laughs> I love Corey Barlock. God, I love that man. I'd have his children. Yeah. So I could if it were actually physically possible. Yeah. One question. Well, I w- because I don't want any more kids. Well, I mean, yeah. I'm gonna have a high well, five. There I'm, you go. I'm look. I'm officially done having kids. That's not possible anymore. Uh, so Corey, I'm I'm sorry. I'm not open for business. Um, so one question. I will. I, I just want to, real quick. Is this the best PlayStation 4 exclusive, or is it something else? To me, I, I, I'll i just say, I don't know if I can answer that yet. As much as I have been gushing about this game, everything, like, as, as much as I love this game, Horizon is right there. Like, Horizon is one of the best stories, and I love Aloy as a character, and I never thought I would like... Uh, a bow and arrow as a main mechanic in a mm-hmm. game. Horizon is just... I, I, what I will say is I can't believe now there are three of my top ten games of all time are on the PlayStation 4. And mm-hmm. I didn't think a system was ever going to come close to the Super NES to be my favorite system of all time. Ooh. But when you factor those, like, well, and I'm talking about Uncharted 4, yeah. Horizon, and now God of War. You talk about Metal Gear Solid 5, you throw that in there, plus all the remasters from PS3 that have come over here and all these great indies. I never thought anything was going to rival Super Nintendo as my favorite system of all time. I feel like PlayStation 4 has now moved up with God of War coming out. It's it's bumped up above the original NES. Oh, For me, it's my second yeah. favorite console. And by the by the time this is all said and done, once Last of Us 2 comes out, maybe Death Stranding, who knows? I'm not really excited at all for Red Dead, but that's just me. Uh, it's it, also not exclusive. Yeah, no. it, it, but it, 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 it may end up being my favorite console of all time. So, long answer. <laughs> I mean, short. I don't know what I'm trying to say. It's it's either God of War or Horizon, but they're 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 neck and neck, and it's it's like picking my favorite kid, I guess. That's a good way to put it. Yeah, it is. It is. That's a tough one because I mean, I'll even go as far as to say that not only do I love uh, Uncharted Four and Horizon Zero Dawn as well as God of War, I'm also all about that, that Persona on. Five. Yeah. And Persona 5 is the game that literally brought tears to a grown man's eyes wow. on the regular okay. and and made me like just in shock and awe at various things they put in the game. But yeah, man, God of War, I mean, it's up there. It is up there. It's like 
You know, like I'm literally like I'm looking at it like like <laughs> if you if you could have that Olympic pedestal, mm-hmm. you know, with the first, second, and third place, like there wouldn't be like any like it would be like the platforms would be like oh the ones all the way up here, the twos in the middle, the threes right. all in the bottom. It'd be more like the one, two, and the three would be like literally it, like it, millimeters yeah. apart from each other, and that's kind of where I would definitely put it up there. Like it, it's like it's right there with Horizon Zero Dawn uh, and Persona Five for me because. God of War did actually get an emotional response from yep, me. me too. Um, as did, and Horizon Zero Dawn definitely got one from me. So, like, it, basically, long story short, if, if a game can make me cry, yeah. we're good. We're in there. You've done. You've done your job. Yeah. <laughs> Mel, it's it's definitely a massive contender. I mean, like I've said before, even in private conversations with you, Nick, uh, it's very deserving. Mm-hmm. Of the scores it's got. Um, it's up there. I mean, I can't say it's over till it's over. I, I don't necessarily have a lot of games that I'm looking forward to this year. Um, a lot of my games tend to come out, first of all, at the end of the year. And I got Assassin's Creed Origins, you know, in October of last year, so I mean. Watch Dogs 3! I'm so excited for. I know, it's not even real yet, but I know it's coming. I love Watch Dogs. 2. They have to make a Watch Dogs three because yeah. like Watch Dogs Assassin's Creed is, is going to skip. They're going to go every other year, and they're going to do Watch Dogs every other year. But yeah, I love I'm Watch Dogs. Totally fine with. Yeah, yeah. They they as, need to do that. Yeah. yeah, as much as I love Assassin's Creed, once we we hit the Unity skip, and I was with it. I played it. I was I championed it. Um, Syndicate. I actually kind of thought it was boring. <laughs> went through it, did the damn thing. You know, I'm, I'm here for the team. But, um, anyway, I think it's absolutely up there, but it remains to be seen what else they, they surprise me with by the end of the year. So, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's hard to say because we know that this is the first of possibly five games, and then there's, you know, <laughs> Horizon's probably the, Horizon's is the first of possibly three games. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe even four. Maybe God four. Knows. Yeah. So, I, I, I think it's second on my list. I think Horizon is still one for me. Just because mm. kind of Ernie put it the best mm. and it actually stole my thunder. Yeah, I'm sorry. But it's like kind of like what if a game it's kind of like tear ducts counts. Mm-hmm. Which game dried my tear ducts more? And <laughs> currently right now it's Horizon Zero Dawn. So it's like whatever game that like you said. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. The, like you said, like whatever game gave you the most emotional response is, is where is where I would rank it. So for yeah. me, it was Rising Zero Dawn. It, it, it could be a happy cry, sad cry, yeah. angry cry, whatever. Oh, yeah. I mean, they all three, all three and four, actually, including Uncharted, in there too, to 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 a lesser degree. Like they all got a response for me in some way, shape, form, or yeah. fashion. Uncharted, well, for, the ending. I'm mm-hmm. not going to spoil anything. Yeah. If you care about Uncharted for some reason, you haven't played yeah, Uncharted. Yeah, I think we're still 4. in the realm of not spoiling Uncharted Four. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Well, please. That is what. That is my second favorite ending of all time behind Metal Gear Solid Three. I'll just say yeah, that. Oh my God. It, it's it's a beast. Yeah, it's a beast. That's all I'll say. Yeah. But man, it's if you yeah, emotional responses are important. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, I think we've said all we could say. Right. I don't know. 
Kevin. I mean, we're going to turn his mic off. I needed this. I needed this. So, uh, again, it's just... This was a pretty cathartic session. Yeah. It's, it's been, like I said, full circle for me from the first time I was on our news podcast. Kevin and I text almost now, so. every single day yeah. asking about where we are. Like, not, we're not, I don't think we're competing to who gets it. You're going to get it before I do. Dude, I don't know. Finding those artifacts in the Ravens is the last two things that they do, and those seem, and the dig spots, and those seem That's, pretty... I've got, I've got to do the Ravens. I've only got 12 or 13. That's what's going to screw me over. I've I think got, I have... 16, yeah. maybe. There's 51 of those little yeah. shits. Yeah. And, and, um, they're, and, and honestly, they... They're tough to they see. They hide them yeah. very well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, I didn't even ask you. Have you and your husband, have y'all gotten the platinum on the game yet? Jacob has, Okay, yes. nice. so you're still working towards it. Yeah, the husband has got... Dude, because he stole the PS4. Right. So, like, <laughs> hey. on his setup, and so I'm over here, and I'm like, I guess I'm just going to play some more Overwatch until you, you know, <laughs> bring that back over here. Yeah. We have... Dude, we, we are a multi-platform family. So is my like, household. We own all of them, so yeah. I can't be, you know, biased one which way or the other, but we only have one PlayStation 4 where we have two Xboxes, so... Mm. You yeah, know, you stole it. yeah. Well, that's why we had you on the podcast instead of him because you're not the one stealing stuff. Thief. Um, so yeah, I, 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 yeah, we'll have to take Cavs Mike away from him if we yep. put me on mute. I'm done. <laughs> no, so, we're not gonna meet you. Yeah, we won't meet you. But we'll wrap it up. This is if if you for some god awful reason you stay along this long, around this long then. Kudos to you, sir or ma'am. But thanks for hanging out with the first ever Nerd Nylon Reviews, if that's what we'll call it. But we'll see how that goes going forward. Thank you, Kevin. And thank you, Ernie. Thank you, Mel, for uh, Skyping in. We really appreciate everyone's everyone's input. It was a blast. I, yeah, like I, I said, had fun. I, I needed this. Uh, I've been defending <laughs> this series for as long as I can remember. So it's, it's good to see it grow up like Metal Gear. Again, everything relates to Metal Gear. Like Metal Gear Solid grew up 20 years ago. So, yeah. so it's cathartic for everyone, I think. Oh, yeah. 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 I, I'm still, like I said, I think we're all still playing it in varying stages. Oh, so, yeah. like, and that's, so yeah. that says something. So I gotta say, I gotta say, well, one more I just cut it now. <laughs> okay, mute me. It's it's just like the game. Like I beat the game and I was immediately like, okay, I'm gonna keep playing. Like mm-hmm. I'm I'm going to get this platinum. Yeah. It doesn't feel like a. Cho- I mean, the Ravens are gonna feel like a chore, but everything else, like I want to see every nook and cranny of this yeah. world. Um, shout out to English muffins, but I want to see every nook and cranny. I want to get everything I can out of this game. I want to soak it all in, and that's that's when you know if you've made you've made a good game. Where the when the platinum doesn't feel like a chore, like that Horizon Zero Dawn, I was like, I'm getting this platinum, and it feels very natural. I don't feel like I'm grinding anything. I, I, I haven't done <laughs> Niflheim yet, so we'll see how that goes. But um, <laughs> Niflheim might change your mind. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> for a little bit, check back for spoiler cast number two, um, and we'll see how I do on that one. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thanks again for everyone for hanging out and uh, go play some God of War and then get back to us. And we love you all. Good night. Peace.